I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. In celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, today we're talking about the Happy Ever After playlist by Abby Jimenez. I mean, my excitement. Ugly fucking tears, Uh my dear. Ugly tears. And I could not warn you. Because it would have given anything away. Like, I finished it the day before you. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Wowza, wows. Yeah, Um, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, we will talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. Thank God. Well, hello, God, my I dear do. friend. Enjoyed this book. Hello, dear friend. How are you today? I'm okay. Are we going to okay. um, maybe draw a card? <gasps> I was just going to go get to my pack of cards. <gasps> what were we calling it? Ayas. <laughs> a year of sex. Ayas. <laughs> um, oh, so... God. Those of you who have, uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle um, <laughs> if you are Abby Jimenez, we're sorry. Yeah. Skip forward, baby. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Come on. <laughs> um, so I received these um, cards. Um, this is again for the uninitiated. Um, <laughs> when I get a certain product from at the real Adam and Eve. Dot com. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> on Instagram. I think that's um, their right. Yeah, their Instagram. Yeah, I got their um I got a product and they gave me a free gift. Um so this free gift is a year of sex, sexual position cards, and you can play it three different ways. We talked about that last time. So offers you fifty different Kama Sutra positions. So some of you are probably like dipshits, these are the Kama Sutra, and I'll be like, I don't know. Um Oh, by the by, the dog has decided to finally eat her treat. So oh, Luna will be crunching. Good for in the you, Luna the Moon. Yeah, Lunestra. Um, all right, so I'm picking Astro a card. <laughs> oh, you just were talking about, to me, Tracy Bannister. You were. <sighs> hey, Tracy Bannister. Guys, <laughs> if you haven't read um, Straight to the Heart, please do. She's yeah, a lovely woman. She is, and she is a wonderful writer. Mm-hmm. Um. And a lovely human being. Okay, so the card I Good picked American. is... Oh, God. Oh, so the whole point of the game that we play is that we ha- Ray picks a card, and then we try and figure out if there is a romance novel with the sexual position in it. I'm pretty sure... I, I'm pretty sure... Okay. Yeah, okay. It's called... <laughs> I'm going to put it up onto the camera, as you can see. Oh. It's called Rock, Rock the Cradle. Wow. Rock the cradle of love. Set from heaven up. All right, so Billy Idol. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like the little dance move you just did. so funny. <laughs> my dance move? That's what you liked? Yeah, Perfect. I liked it. I got it. I, I hope all it. my neighbors saw it and think I'm a cam girl. Oh, I'm pretty sure mine already do. It's fine. Why she got a different wig on? Uh-huh. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Sorry. She got makeup on? Yeah. Um, okay. Why are you putting makeup on at 10 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Prostitution. Don't, don't Prostitution ask. online. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. It should be legal. Gig economy. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Don't look at me like that. 
I'm going to start my Cam Creek and paint a Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> I got a kid to put through college. Don't fucking look at me like that. <laughs> Jones bucks. I'm going to get paid in Jones bucks. <laughs> So if you haven't listened to Knowledge Fight, please do. Please do it. Um, uh, we talk about them every week, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. They, we should just ask them if they, they want to sponsor us. <laughs> hey, Safe Light. <laughs> safe Light. Where are you at? To, to, they're, what they, where they're at is not answering our Instagram messages. They're not. They're not. No. They did not answer that. Mm-mm. They did not. They didn't even respond with a like. A like. They, just was, they probably now have turned off their comments because of us. Probably. Anywho. I don't, whatever. Whatever, we're their only comment, so. (laughs) Shoot your shot, bitches. Shoot your shot. The technique is, she sits between his lap, and both lovers place their legs around the other's torso, placing their feet on the floor. The couple then creates a comfortable penetration, lock arms, and gently rock back and forth in unison. So, it's, yeah, I mean, looks like a a boat. Show me again. Hmm. I mean, it does not show that... I guess if you're on the floor... I don't think you have to be on the floor, but... Do you want me to draw a floor on here? I can draw a floor on the car. (laughs) So they're on a carpet now. There you go. Are they on a carpet? Okay. Um, I mean, in my my drawing, I don't know if you could tell of the the very detailed drawing I just did. Yeah, they're they're actually... It's a hardwood floor. It's it's Pergo. It's Pergo hardwood floor. Oh, okay, good. Pergo laminate. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea because that's like... It lasts a long time no matter what happens to it, so... Right, and it's Mm -hmm. like... There's not much you're going to be able to do. It's pretty durable. Right, and all the liquids that come out are probably going to like... Won't bother at the floor. Um, Yeah, in the commercials, like the dog toenails don't bother it, so... And like water gets splashed on it and... Right, so... Home Depot, sponsor us. Um. <laughs> You're talking about fluids on your laminate floors. Um, I'm okay. trying to think of a book All right, that so... has the sex position. Also, two out of five in difficulty slash hotness slash whatever you want it to be, I guess. Okay, so I don't... I'd have to go back and look at it, but I feel like one of the scenes in Lingus was kind of like this. Yes! Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Not the first one. Not the first. Mm-hmm. I think there's two sex scenes in that book. Yes. Um, yeah. Not the first one, but the second one. I believe you were correct on that one. Yeah. Yes. Um, also. Lingus is by Mariana Zapata. Read it. Super underrated, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, Ugh. I was just thinking about it again today. I was like, maybe I should go back and read it again. Well, I also almost went back and started re- rereading. You know, I'm at this point where I'm just going to start rereading books that I like, like pieces and parts from books that I like. Just, oh, yeah. You know. mm-hmm. It's like it. a best of life. week. Just go back and reread like the parts of, of your favorite books. Yes. Yeah, because I don't have anything else to do. Yeah, nothing else to do. Uh, no, no, no. We are taking a, a week off, so. We are. We are. Oh, my God. It's going to feel like a vacation. It Anyhow. is going to feel like a vacation. It is. Mm-hmm. We should probably just watch Ted Lasso together, though, so. I yes, um, so that's uh, that's the year of sex. If guys, if you if there's any other ones that we like missed, but I, we're gonna call uh, we're gonna call Lasso on that one. <laughs> we're gonna call <laughs> Lingus on that one. So if anybody yeah. has another one that's like, hey, what about this? Yeah, there's got to be others. I mean, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we could be like, yes, true, true. Um, and yeah, so awesome, hot, 
Hot. Hotter. Um, Hottest. Hottest. <laughs> Pergo. Pergo. Pergo Outlast or whatever. <laughs> Pergo sponsor us. Uh-huh. Um, my dear. Yes. What's your bright spot? Oh, my God. Okay, so um, I already kind of told you about this earlier, but you're going to have to hear it again because this is it's how this fine. works. Um, so during quarantine, like hardcore quarantine at the beginning of COVID, um, we I had like a just a really fucking terrible day. And it was like right after my birthday and um, I just lost my shit during my kid's nap time, like sobbed yelled at my husband not not he didn't do anything wrong but like just he was the only yelled person I yelled yeah. in his direction yeah. yeah and um then I think I t- I had to like go to I had to get my shit together and then go to a meeting after that after my meeting was over for work um I had texted my neighbor to just update her on the situation she had known what was going on so I texted her, and I texted her ju- like a gif of a woman drinking the biggest glass of wine I'd ever seen. And she said, um, work out before wine. We'll be in the driveway at 530. Because at the time, they owned a gym, a CrossFit gym. And um, they were doing, because quarantine, they were doing um, classes via Facebook Live, mm-hmm. um, like every day at 530. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Of course I will. So I went out there and died. Um, <laughs> not literally. I mean, not literally. You died, came back to life. Obviously, and... I was somehow resurrected. Um, and then I uh, never stopped. Like, I every single day I met them in the driveway at 530. The, like, all of quarantine. Then I joined the gym and drank the Kool-Aid and all that kind of shit. So I have belonged to the gym, like, ever since it reopened. Uh, but we don't work out together in the driveway anymore because, like... You know, people have lives, and I go to the gym and stuff. Anyway, today um, was my is my neighbor's birthday, and there's a tradition of birthday burpees where you have to do as many bur- burpees as you are years old that day. Oh, false, false, yeah. So, false. <laughs> anywho, um, I thank God joined after my birthday last year. Um, so she had texted me earlier today, and she was like, "Hey, uh, if you and my daughter wanted to do like birthday burpees in the driveway later i'll be doing my workout so we me and my daughter joined her and her husband for literally like a full-blown crossfit workout <laughs> <laughs> full-blown crossfit workout thrusters and burpees um it was like a modified workout that's supposed to be like one of the hardest workouts ever um and it was indeed really fucking hard uh, my kid was sad it was over wanted to keep going of course, all the adults were like, we're going to die. Um, to be fair, we were all using heavy implements, and she had one-pound dumbbells. <laughs> Although she also threw them to the ground. Like how <laughs> my neighbors were, like, dropping their barbells. <laughs> she <they> go, ah! <laughs> threw the fucking one-pound dumbbells to the ground. Oh. And my neighbor was like, I really like your energy. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that was my bright spot. It was like, I, I said to my neighbor, this is like a quarantine flashback, you know, where Aww. we were like a year and a half ago. This is what the we before were times. The before yeah. times is what we were doing literally every single day in the driveway um, or in the garage when it was still cold as hell. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my bright spot. It was fun and also really fucking difficult. I mean, I give you complete props, man. I'm so glad to die. 
Yeah, I mean, I've gone to the gym a couple times, and I am, am whew, still getting over that COVID. Yeah. It is still kicking my ass a little bit, but. Um, get the fuck out, COVID. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Girl, uh, what is your bright spot? This one's a tough one. I don't don't really have one this week. I mean, seeing you is always my bright spot, so yay. I know I love you. Um, I guess, so, but yeah, like literally last night I finished the book and I was crying. <sighs> and I had already gone into reading, like finishing it up on an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because I watched this this week's Ted Lasso and was fucking losing my mind. I was, like, wanting to punch something and cry at the same time. Like, I was trying to look up gifts of, like, fighting and crying. Because that's where I was at. Um, and, guys, holy shit. Um, so, I guess I really don't have one that's, like, sticking out my mind. Just, like, you know, Ted Lasso's amazing. Yeah, I'm behind. But when I catch up, I'm sure I'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i amazed by the acting and the writing. It's great. And, oh, I mean, I guess I started Spooky Season. So, Spooky Season has started. So, I'm excited because it's Good. like my watch a spooky thing every day. So, I started on this fucking Midnight Mass that everyone's losing their goddamn shit about. Seriously. Um, so I, the first episode was fine. There was, I mean, I don't think it was anything, I mean, like, spectacular. But, I mean, I do, like, um... The fuck is his name? Oh god, the, the director. I can't think of his name right now. Anyhow, I've seen other stuff that he's done, and he's he's a great director. So I mean, um, but yeah, start a spooky season. So that's cool. I mean, tomorrow I'm gonna probably put some decorations up, man. Awesome, right? Super I awesome. Guess. I guess. So I guess I'm excited about that. I mean, um, yeah. Awesome. I watched Halloween yesterday. It was cool. We talked about Halloween. How you're never gonna watch it? It's fine. I mean, you know. I think you could handle the, the 78 one. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know why I'd be pressuring you to watch it. It's nothing like, I mean, it is is great. But it's, if you don't like those kind of movies, then it's not it's fucking stupid. So that's the know? original Mike, Michael Myers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I am, like, obsessed that it was produced by a woman. I think that is, like, my, like, <sighs> Yeah, that is pretty cool. That does make me want to mm-hmm. see it. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, and John Carpenter's fucking tits, so it's great. I mean, there's that. I mean, the thing is amazing. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. You want to talk about this book? I want to talk about this book. I'm like, God, I don't want to talk about this book. I know. Okay, you want to take a little respite and we'll come back? Sounds great. Perfect. We'll be back. We'll be back. In two. In two. Chuck Rollery. <laughs> oh, wait. I know what my happy spot is. Wait, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Shit. Alex Jones is fucking getting taken to court. What? What? Well, he lost those two losses. He lost. Mm -hmm. Yes. That was the happiest day I've had in a while. Yeah. Yeah. He he has ruined some very good relationships in my life. So he can burn in hell. So that was a bright spot for me. Yeah. I understand that. I feel it hard. Yep. 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 So cool. Perfect. Hope he burns in hell. Excellent. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back in two and two. Mm-hmm. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Something came across our Instagram while you and oh, I no. were or um we're on a, a respite. Respite. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so the real Adam and Eve posted. Not to us. No, no. This is just a posting they posted. Okay. Okay. And 
I'm going to read the comment or the, the description first, and then I'm going to show you the picture. <clears throat> I'm very excited. Who needs a butt plug for the Halloween costume? And then <clears throat> here is said butt plug. Um, I, I mean, good on you. Wow. Uh, that is a pink gem anal plug item number C656. So if you guys are in the... Hey, that's your journey. You're in the market for a very large-looking, shiny, though. That looks intimidating. I mean, it does. It looks intimidating, especially for, like, first-timers. That looks like you got to work up to that. That's not a first-timer. No, that looks like you got to work up to that. Yeah. That's that's an expert level or like experienced level yeah yeah what is that prepare your butthole that's what that that is that is like that is a prepared butthole yeah uh-huh yeah but i like that it's dressed up like it's like going to a fancy party it, it does look very fancy it's like if you it's like that um picture of kim kardashian where like all like this the the, the glasses on her ass and like the champagne's going into it yeah, that's that was fucking weird that's this butt plug it sort of does look like that it I really mean, does yeah, yeah. That's this butt plug. It's pretty. It's real pretty. I mean, it would not. See, it would not look pretty in my butt. I mean, I just I, don't. I don't think I want that. I I know I don't want it, but I want it for someone else. <laughs> I know I don't want it. Yeah, someone else would really enjoy that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, somebody, please. If, again, items number C six five six. Again, Adam and Eve. We this will is do like, more plugging for you. This is like QVC you. now. Yeah. This is Adam Sniver six C656. We got a couple, 20 more minutes on this one. We're going to talk mm-hmm. to Steve out of uh, uh, <laughs> out of uh, Chicago here. Steve, what do you what do you like about this anal butt plug? Well, I like that. I have to work up to this one. I've used two or three before. I, not, that's none so pretty as this one, though. Mm-hmm, none so as attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Sponsor us, Adam and Eve. Um, yeah, yeah I'll ch- we'll check back with throughout the episode. I'll tell you how many are left. Perfect. Yep, just like QVC. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. All right, so this book. Um, yeah. I have the... Do you want me to read the... Um, sure. Or do you want to read? Sure, go um, ahead. Oh, Because that would be, like, not awesome if I wasn't recording. Am I recording? Is my... Okay, yeah, okay, good. Things are happening. I mean, you would have lost all of that good, you know, butt plug. Th- that, that butt plug plug? <laughs> The butt plug, plug, plug. This is uh, definitely the time that uh, my mom has turned off the podcast. Do you think she does? I don't think she does. I think she secretly kind of finds it funny. I don't know. (laughs) Veronica's mom, I I love you. Anyhow. (laughs) All right. So the Happy Ever After playlist, The Friend Zone, book two by Abby Jimenez. One troublemaking dog brings together two perfect strangers in this USA Today best-selling romantic comedy full of fierce humor and fiercer heart. Two years after losing her fiancé, Sloane Monroe still can't seem to get her life back on track. But one troublemaking pup with a take-me-home look in his eyes is about to change everything. With her new pet by her side, Sloane finally starts to feel more like herself. Then, after weeks of unanswered texts, Tucker's owners reaches out. He's a mus- musician on tour in Australia. And the bottom line, he wants Tucker back. Well, Sloane's not about to give up her dog without a fight. But what if this Jason really guy really loves Tucker? 
As their flirty texts turn into long calls, Sloane can't deny a connection. Jason is hot and nice and funny. There's no telling what could happen when they meet in person. The question is, with his music career on the line, how long will Jason really stick around? And is it possible for Sloane to survive another heartbreak? So... We do need to add to this because that is not that is like um, the first fifteen percent of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is fine. I mean, like it shouldn't be telling too much about the book. It's fine. Right. Um, but oh, man. as they allude to in the uh, summary, there is heartbreak. She uh, Sloan, uh, she lost her fiance uh, two years prior uh, in a motorcycle accident. He mm-hmm. uh, was hit by a drunk driver. And uh, was in a coma for a month and then uh, passed on. So mm-hmm. she's not dated anyone in those yeah. two years. I mean, she has... And she is clinically depressed. She, yes. And, like, pretty much a uh, shut-in at this point. Like, she yeah. has done this to her... Not done it to herself. It, well, like Kristen says at one point, you've done this to... You've chosen right. this to You've yourself. chosen this. Right. You've chosen this. Um, so, um, but she's an artist and she's... T- no, just painting. She's extremely talented. Yeah. And um, photorealistic uh, paintings is what she does. Hyper-realistic paintings. They literally yeah. look like photos. Yeah. Um, and she, um, right now, is because of the depression and because it does take, she said, like months to create. It takes like two of, months, she said. Yeah. And, and like thousands of, of photos. Yeah. Um, she's been just painting like astronaut cats. Like, yep. you know, on Insta when you see like a, here, um, make a make a you know your cat into make your a cat rena- an astronaut. Yeah, make-, make a cat into a re- Renaissance painting. You know, <clears throat> that's right. what she's doing. So right. um, she has an Etsy store, and that's how she's kind of that. And then she's got a company that she works for too. Yeah, I think she contracts so, with a company. Yeah, they send her commissions or whatever. Um, and then Jason does not tell her when. So I guess the. Tucker is a good boy. Tucker? That opening scene, like, the opening chapter, she finds Tucker. And the way in which she finds Tucker is so fucking funny. It is very funny. Because Tucker, like, literally dives into her car. Like, Yeah. Literally dives into her car. And throws up all over it, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He throws up in the the cup holder. Um, And... What you find out is that Tucker was supposed to be being babysat, dog sat, dog sat by Jason's, I guess, paramour at the time. That is not his girlfriend. Like, no, just a, like, just a fuck buddy. I mean. Yeah. And she just pretty much, like, fucking left him. Yeah. I, she like, was just like, well, I had a job, so I left. Yeah. Yvonne, she calls, and I gotta go. Yeah. Um, so this dog is just, like, got a bladder infection because it hasn't been out in, like, uh, like a fucking week. I was like, yeah. I wanted to find this. Was it Monique? I wanted to find Monique yeah. and punch her in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Sloane takes this dog, and she's trying to call the number on it. It's not, it's going nowhere. Like, it's right. just voicemails upon voicemails. And there's Two no address. Weeks. There's a chip, yeah. but there's, there's no address. Right. It's the same number that's on the tag. Mm-hmm. And so after two weeks, she finally hears back from this Jason. Jason is on tour in Australia. After but he's she been doesn't, backpacking. he doesn't tell her, like, what, why no. he's in Australia. No, he does say he's a musician. He said yeah. it's a soundtrack, mm-hmm. but it's not. But he doesn't tell her that it's a major motion picture soundtrack. Right. He leaves out the details because he doesn't yeah. want her to. Because this Monique 
that was what she that was her yeah. thing is like she whatever she could do you know to you know like the fame she could get off of jason like a mm-hmm. glean from being a because he was like her. a rising star yeah, yeah yeah um and so they are texting back and forth and they are i mean i'm gonna say that probably before by the time that jason gets hits the states and actually sees her face to face he's he's in love with her by now. oh yeah he's already in love with her before he's he in even, love with her yeah yeah because then they end up um they end up talking on the phone a lot mm-hmm. um like at one point she says that they spent the entire day on the phone day. they spent yeah. the entire day together on the phone yeah. While they like went about their day doing their things, they watched like, a movie she was together. Painting, they watched a movie together, like mm-hmm. yeah, on the phone, and their um, their texts and their and their conversations are very enjoyable to read. Mm-hmm. They're very enjoyable, and you do start to fall in love with both of them yourself as the reader yeah. because they're both wonderful characters. Yeah, um, and yes, uh, Sloan is working through. I do. Okay, well, well, that's just for another, just case, it's just summary. So, and he comes back to the States. <laughs> their first date, their first appointment. Yeah, is she calls it an appointment. appointment. She will not admit that it's a date. Is so funny as what happens. It I is. don't want to ruin it, so I'm not going to say what happens. But, um, and I think, didn't he not say on his first date, the first date that in his, he was like, I'm going to marry this girl. Like he knew, like he wanted her. I'm almost positive. It was like shortly. It was either one, that first day or the second one. Um, I forget what he said, but he definitely expressed something like she's a big deal or it was like something. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it while you're talking. And so very shortly after they start dating, um, I mean, Jason knows he has to go on tour. Like he is a yeah. he's a big fucking deal. Like he mm-hmm. won a Grammy. He's a big fucking deal. So he knows he has to go on tour. He was like he thought it would be a four month tour. Come to find out, it's a lot longer than that. Yeah. yeah. So they they, the, they added yeah. dates like without really telling him talking to him about it first. And I mean they the can same, do whatever they want. That's right because it's yeah. his his kind of label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. There's also another character, Lola, who is this, they call her a Courtney Love-esque character. They say, because she says, she gives me Courtney Love vibes, and oh, I can yeah. see that. I can totally see it. Um, but Lola. but she's a, Lola's a mess. Lola's yeah. a absolute mess. But Lola Lola's is a like hot this, mess. Yeah, she's a singer. Um, she, they hooked up once, it sounded like, I don't know. One how, time. One time. Literally one time. One time. And he, she and Jason, and she wrote a, this like horrible song about him, like fucking on the beach, drunk and mm-hmm. like craziness. And she's been showing up at his house and like without underwear on and just and like calling him and calling he him. keeps she keeps block. Oh, and like sending him pictures, pictures of, of her, her nipple? like yeah, her licking her own licking nipple. her her own nipple, and um. So he just keeps blocking, like, deleting the pictures and blocking the numbers, but she just mm-hmm. keeps getting new phone numbers. Right. Like, she's, he even says at one point, he's like, she's on narcotics of some sort. Like, she's, she's, there's an, there's an issue. She's either, she's on drugs and she's also an, an alcoholic. So, like, she's, the poor yeah, thing is a mess. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so, then, um. So you have that element too, and and here's the big surprise: is that Lola's going to be going on tour with him. 
Like, so he's definitely, like, I've met the love of my life, and at the same time, I've got this crazy woman who's going to be coming on tour with me who, like, I don't trust around Sloane. Yeah. And so, because he thought even, like, well, maybe I'll ask Sloane to come with me on parts of the tour or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't. I can't. Because she is, like, unhinged. She's, yeah. Like, I can't trust that. I can't keep Sloane safe. Like, he's literally right. worried about her physical safety. Right. So, um, that's pretty much... Don't you think, like, that... I don't want to get too much into anything else, but I think that's, like... I think that's... The, the, <clears throat> the tour is, like... The love affair... Like, the, the rom-com is the first half, and mm-hmm. the tour is the, the second half. The tour is kind of the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a good summary. Yeah. Sets up the antagonist, sets up... Yeah. Your main characters. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> would you... Okay, so <clears throat> on this podcast, what we do is we do a compliment sandwich where we do a positive, which is the the um, the top bun, and it's something we liked about the book, or a couple somethings, or whatever we want. Um, and then uh, the meat is something we might not have cared as much about. Um, sometimes it's, you know, a lot of things, and sometimes it might be just one or two, you know, nitpicks. <clears throat> and then the bottom bun is another pro. Um, would you like to start, Madeira? Sure, I can start. Um, okay, so uh, my first, first of all, I fucking love this book. <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't so even. much. I mean, it I, it goes quick. It reads mm-hmm. quickly. It's, yeah, it's it the moves chapters are quickly. short. I mean, there's like I don't know, forty chapters or something crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, and so. The reason it's called Have You Ever Heard a Playlist is a fucking playlist that goes along. Each chapter has a song. Each chapter has a song, yeah. I was trying to find the part, like, at the end. um, He, I I don't know, like, I can't find, like, the part that you were talking about. But, like, he clearly. Oh, where he says he wants to, yeah. It's very early on. It's, like, the first or second date. Like, he knows. There's a couple times where I know he he notes like I don't want to leave her. I don't yeah. want to even like leave her. Like I can't house. even imagine thinking about like being away from her. Um, he does say um, this wasn't just some woman. I'd suspected it when we were talking on the phone, but now I knew it. This was big, different than from anything I'd ever felt. It was like the first time I'd picked up a guitar. That same sense of certainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So my top bun. Is um, and this is a theory. Kind of roll with me on this, okay? So there is rolling in the deep, with my perhaps. All right, with my oh, homies. good. Okay, um, that was a good one. Yeah, clueless. With Are you thinking? The <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Oh, I know. I just learned the other day my husband has never seen Clueless. What? I I'm actually wait. Hold on. I'm putting my glass down. What? <laughs> Mr. Veronica. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, well, we're going to have to figure out how we can watch Clueless because you have to see, you have to see Clueless. He's also never seen Titanic in its entirety, which is hysterical to me. Um, I saw it enough times for him. It's fine. Trust me. Me too. I was like, don't worry. I've seen it like 50 times. So yeah. Yeah. I could play the, anyhow. Oh yeah. I, yes. A hundred percent. Uh, all right. So my top bun is the invisible string between the two of them. Okay. So this is like a, 
this is a part of like Chinese folklore. It's called the red thread of fate or um, what's the other name for it? The red thread of marriage. And um, it's an East Asian belief. It, from what I understand, originates in Chinese mythology, but it's commonly thought of as an invisible red cord around the finger of those who are destined to meet one another in a certain situation as they are their true, their um, true love. So it's sort of this theory that like, when not taken literally, like when you're not talking like an actual red string that is mm-hmm. like between two people, you're talking about like this theory of having things in your lives that are interconnected with each other and then not knowing it. Like um, for them, it would be that she has been a fan of his music and that his album mm-hmm. like got her, helped get her through the early days of when her fiance had died. And that she has, like, she feels connected to him as an artist mm-hmm. before she even knows. Like, she doesn't know what he looks like. She literally does not know what this person looks like because his mm-hmm. face is not on his album cover. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, like, she she says to him at one point, um, what you look like has no bearing on your musical talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, which then he makes a joke about because she refused to send him a picture. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, girl, I feel you. Don't fucking oh, send this dude. You don't know who he is. 100%, like, 100%. She wouldn't tell him, like, identifying features about her because she was like, I don't know you. You could be a fucking serial killer. You could show my hat, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Which so she, she says so Ted Bundy was attractive. Yes, exactly. She brings up, she's like, <laughs> then, yeah, Ted he, Bundy was charming, too. But then he also brings up, which I was immediately thought, I was like, yeah, but... He loves his dog, and usually they kill dogs. So, or yeah, they kill exactly. Animals. Like, so I was like, usually psychopaths, right serial mm-hmm. killers, mm-hmm. injure animals. It's, it's called the gold, uh, Goldman. I'll find it. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm not okay. going to look it up. Never mind. It's dead yeah, winning <laughs> fires and, and animals. It's like the Goldman something triad or something triad like that. Triad or trifecta. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway. I don't need and, to look that up tonight. I'm good. Yeah. Maybe not right before bed. Uh, I mean, that's, so it, that doesn't bother me, but yes, you mean right, others yeah, might. All yeah. about the true crime podcast, which Sloan enjoys. She watches true crime shows. Yeah. So, ID channel. Yep, absolutely. Which we talked about before. I don't care for it. It's also... <laughs> right, right. Oxygen. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then the invisible string that he has to her is that mm-hmm. she has... She doesn't... At the time that they're talking about it for the first time, she has not updated it in two years. But she had a food blog called The Huntsman's Wife Mm -hmm. because her fiancé used to hunt and then she would come up with recipes with the wild game that he would bring home. And Jason is from, like, upper Minnesota and uh, his mom used to cook with The Huntsman's Wife's recipes all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Like, The Huntsman's Wife is a, like, known name in their family. Yeah. I, I just love, love it. that, like, they already know. It. They already know things about each other without realizing that they know things about each other. I love and it, and it makes them like. I think when he found out that she was the huntsman's wife, it like drew him so much further in. And it, how he found that well, out was in the context of like, would you allow me to be in your like zombie <laughs> yeah. apocalypse bunker yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And, and yeah. she was like, oh, trust me, you want me in your bunker. Well, And I he love- was like, how do I know that? And so she was like, I'm going to send you a link. And in that, if you see, when you see what's in this, you will 
want me in your bunker. I want to find that. And you will also that. have a picture. Yeah. You Albeit see it's, it's grainy. It's, it's very pixelated. Yeah. yeah. I want to find that because I love his reaction to when he does open it and find out it's her. It's her. Um, oh, shit. It's in the, it's before they meet. It's in their text. Like, yeah. Oh, I found it. Okay. You found it? Okay, good. I found it. Because I knew one word at fork. Okay. <laughs> fork. <laughs> Room service showed up with my breakfast right after I hung up with Sloan. I poured myself a black coffee and sat on the bed with my plate on my lap and tapped the link she'd sent me. When the blog came up on my phone, I stared at it, my fork halfway to my mouth. No fucking way. My thumbs couldn't move fast enough over my phone. Are you trying to tell me you're the huntsman's wife? I waited. The dots didn't appear. And I went back to the blog with my mouth open. That made me laugh so hard. I was like, I could imagine him just being like, the fuck? And and he knows. And FYI, she doesn't know that he is this person that she's been listening to and loving. She doesn't know until... They have already met in person. Their first They're literally on a their first appointment. Yes. And And she's yes. still like because again, she's being cautious, right? Right. So she texts he literally a gives picture. it. He's so fucking kind. So fucking kind. Yes. And considerate and just oh my god. He literally pulls out his driver's license and hands it to her and says, like, send a picture of my driver's license to, like, take a picture of my driver's license. And so she does and sends it to Kristen, who, you know, Googles him. Googles him, because, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because why wouldn't you? Like, of course you would. Fuck yeah. The last so date, actually, one of my friends went and I was like, hi, can I please have a... She literally texted me and she was like, so I'm uh, going on a date tonight uh, and this is his name. And I was like, okay, I'm going to need a picture. Oh, I've done that to... I've done to uh, friends and family before. I'm like, hey, just so you know, I'm... Here's where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. This is the person and this is, you know, this is where I should be. And of course, you know, going on enough horrible dates where I'm like... um always public places <laughs> oh yeah absolutely yeah 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 she also uh, um my friend she shared her location with me so i could literally see where she was yeah yeah because yeah, people are fucking nuts people are nuts and also this is like the beginning of the gabby petito disappearance where like it was just starting to make the news so it's like more pertinent in your mind you know like yeah. you know also i'll bet men don't do this shit Oh, no, because they're the ones who fucking do it. <laughs> it's not usually... Women aren't usually abducting men on dates. No. 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 Not just usually. in movies where they're like, they want to show how crazy a woman is and shows, like, all the bad dates he's been on. It's always, like, the, the stereotypical, like... Or he, like, the over-the-top ex- caricature, you know, caricature of a crazy woman. Like, single right. mom. Or single... It's not single mom. Single, single white female. Woman. Oh, yeah, a single that too. Um, a single woman, I meant to say, mm-hmm. is like she's a cat woman. So obviously, she brings the cat on the date with her. You know that fucking stupid shit. Anyhow, ridiculous. Um, uh, what is your top bun, my dear? What I want to say, but I, I don't know if it's your bottom bun. So I yeah, think I'm I, just... it probably is not. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm okay. It's gonna, okay. I'm gonna go with Kristen. I'm gonna go with Kristen. <laughs> it's gonna give me something, somebody else. But I want if we'll, we'll negotiate when we get to the bottom buns. Um, 
at one point in this book, I, I was reading and I just texted you, I fucking love Kristen. Yes. I love Kristen. God, Kristen is amazing. And I did not read the first book. No, so I didn't either. I, I missed out on Kristen and Josh, but I right. even love Josh because Josh is Josh like... Josh is so great. So Kristen is is um, is uh, Sloane's best friend and protagonist from the first book. Um, mm-hmm. And Josh is the, the hero from the first book. Then they... Mm-hmm. You know, all of them, blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, she's just fucking amazing. Like, she is, she tells it like it is. I, I love that, like, all of her scenes with Sloane and all of their conversations are conversations you and I could totally have. Yeah. And it feels relatable and realistic and something, it's not just like, you know when you read, like, in sometimes in romance novels, the best friend, the sidekick is always kind of just like, you go girl. And you know, blah, blah, blah. Like this girl is kind of like, no, this is, this is you. You need to fix you right now because you give this fucking ass, you know, guy some slack. Mm-hmm. You, she you has need- a couple like serious come to Jesus talks with her. She where does. She is like it one time toward the beginning when she is talking about like meeting Jason for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, you should climb him like a tree. Like, it is time. <laughs> it's okay. You don't need to feel guilty about this. Like, you, you know, it's been two years. You should really try to move on. And it's not like, um, she's not mean about it, but she is blunt. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to find the one. Okay. Um, s- and this is towards the end, so I'm not going to give context to what is happening, but um, you need to and just. I, so I'm just going to read. I'm just going to start a little further. I'm not going to tell you what's happening. So I, I unfortunately out of context. Out of context drop. Yeah. <laughs> Jones books. Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing drop. at that. I'm still fucking laughing at that. Um, you need to hide your hair and your tattoos. Take my sweater, she said, peeling it off and handing it to, her, to me. I stared at it in my hand. Is this crazy? She picked up a brown wig. Maybe, but my job is to help you with your crazy. Make you the best, most magnificent crazy you can be. I snorted. Kristen prepared me for something. Yeah. That's where I'm going to stop. Um, also, at one point, Kristen refers to pregnancy as a sex injury. <laughs> yes, she does. And I laughed yes, so does. fucking hard. That yes, I, my husband looked at me like, are you okay? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> then I read it aloud to him and he laughed his ass off. Um, yeah, I'm Kristen just... is so great. And um, I, I kind of got the impression, I I believe Sloane is an only, yeah, Sloane's an only child. And I kind of got yeah. the impression that Kristen is sort of her sister from another mister. Like they, they grew up together. They're best friends. They always wanted to, like, grow up and have babies together. Um, and so it's painful for Sloane to see, like, Kristen and Josh have a baby together. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for her to go over to Kristen's house and see this living, breathing baby that she was like, I should, this is where I should be. This is what right. I should be doing right now. Right. I mean, there's just, every time, so... S- Something happens. Quote I'm gonna find. Um, Sloane wants to. Um, I'm trying to find. There's so many Kristen quotes. I'm trying to find. Um, uh, I have oh. one. <laughs> so, Kristen's also hysterical. Like she's, she's so, so funny. funny. So 
as this is first chapter, so there <laughs> she's got the fucking dog in the car. She got Tucker in the car, and so she says, um, "This is Sloane. With my luck, I would end up with him until tomorrow, and I'd be back here paying double." So she takes the dog, the Tucker, to the vet, and <laughs> Tucker, poor thing's got a bladder infection. Yeah, begging them to to make the ping stop. I put a finger to my twitching eyelid. And oh, this, her eyelid twitches when she's nervous. It is so oh my funny. God. Somebody who has an issue with her eyes, and my eyes are always twitching, I get really, like, when my like, levels are off or something like that, because um, I have Graves' disease, um, my eyes really twitch, and it really bugs me. I know I can see it, so I felt her, like, I felt seen. I felt seen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I put my <laughs> finger to my twitching eyelid. Fine, test him. Maybe the owner will pay me back. God, I was already tired tomorrow. I was already tired tomorrow just from today. My cell phone pinged and I looked at it wearily. Kristen, did the cop have that porn stash they always have? Yeah. Ping. You should have cried. Machine gun sobbing always gives me out tickets. Just saying. Um, yeah, I mean, and so what was equally wonderful about Kristen and Josh is that Josh and Brandon were best friends. Yeah. So I think they worked together at the fire department, They right? were fired. Yeah, they were yeah. firemen together. And so... You have these two these two characters that understand her loss and feel her loss too because I mean, Jay, Josh yeah. is going through exactly what I mean. Not like, yeah, I'm sure but they're they going were through. best friends. I mean, friends. Josh is suffering a serious loss as well. Exactly, and he is taking care of her, taking care of Sloane because he knows that Brandon would want that. Yeah, and so in addition to the fact that it's his wife's best, best friend. friend. Right. Yeah. And I and I think, I mean, honestly, I think Josh cares about her very much also. So, yeah. like, because at one point, something happens where um, Josh, <laughs> Josh is, is contemplating beating the shit out of Jason. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's the, the, the vibe from both of them is very uh, healthy. It's a very healthy and caring vibe. Um, there is a moment where... Um... Kristen has so it's Kristen's birthday. <laughs> she takes she oh god Sloane um, brings Jason against her will. Like she doesn't want to do this. She's like Kristen yeah. is insane. Like you, yeah. I don't want to do this. He and he says it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. I you know it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Uh, so the festivities, the plans that Kristen has for the evening are beginning. And the two of them have kind of, like, stolen away for a moment to talk. Kristen, I'm sorry, Sloane and Jason. Um, and he says, uh, let's go in there before they think we've snuck off for a quickie. She says, Kristen is all for me jumping your bones. It wouldn't surprise me if they both... Sp- <laughs> surprise me if both our beers were spiked with ecstasy. In fact, <laughs> don't drink anything she gives you. <laughs> um... Then he said, uh, hang on, I'll skip some things because I don't want to, like, give anything away. Um, they have a little bit of a conversation. And there was a joke earlier about um, how, like, they'd probably, probably Kristen would, like, hand out condoms to them. Like, if yes. they wanted to, right? So they're having this little moment, this, like, sweet little moment in the hallway or whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, it says, he smiled and was leaning in to kiss yes, me when Kristen is... popped her head into the kitchen. This is when I was like, I love this woman. Yes. We jumped like teenagers who just gotten caught making out on the sofa. Hey, get a room, she said, talking into the microphone. <laughs> so it reverberated through the house. And then she whispered into yep. the mic, 
Seriously, the guest room is all made up. Make yourselves comfortable. <laughs> that is what I would, that is, that is the point I texted you and I said, I love fucking Kristen. I fucking love, love Kristen. It is so, so funny. And then you find, I don't, well, I don't want to say anything else, but like, Kristen is so funny. She's amazing. Well, there's another part. It's again, it's her birthday dinner and Kristen tossed me a small bag of Doritos and I opened it and poured oh them on God, my plate. Oh my God, yes. But when I fl- went to flatten the bag, she scolded me. Uh, 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 that's not how we do it. I glared at her. She dumped her own bag and then turned it inside out on a hurry end like a foil mitten. She waved it at me, waiting for me to do the same. Ugh. If Jason can take you at your best, he can take you at your bag of Doritos. Mm-hmm. They proceeded, so I'm not going to read the rest of it, but they proceeded yeah. to lick the out the inside of the bag of Doritos. Yep. Like a mm-hmm. mitten. I was like grossed out at the same time. I was laughing my butt off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very, very comical. One point, she also says during that, technically Jason had never seen me at my best. Why start now, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, also, Josh, It's I love the way that Josh is with Kristen because he's just like, yeah, bitch is crazy. You're just going to, I mean, you know, yeah. you, I have to live with her. <laughs> yeah, right. Like She also says, to, she tells Josh, um, you need to ask him if he can spell chlamydia. And if he can spell oh, yeah. chlamydia, he's out. And, so and, during their private conversation, he goes, oh, by the way, I have no idea how to spell chlamydia. <laughs> Just, it's the clap. Just, it's the clap. <laughs> I, you know, and the only reason I fucking know that is because of, um, oh, a uh, 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 baseball movie. What the fuck's it called? No crying in baseball. What's it? Oh, League of the Their League Own. The League of Their Own? Wait, it stopped. My, my brain stopped. I remember the fucking quote. <laughs> Just because Tom Hanks signs the ball, the ball the kid brings up to him, and he's like, oh, wow, Jimmy Dugan said my ball. <laughs> Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> that movie is fucking so brilliant. fucking good, but oh also Tom Hanks in that movie oh. is so brilliant. Marla Hooch, what a hitter. God. <laughs> God, that movie's so Jesus. great. It's no skin off my ass, Jabila. Oh my gosh. Oh, God, I fucking love that movie so much. Anywho, no, my brain just like was like, you don't know. You don't need to know that. That's one thing. Like every time I learn a new fact, something else just goes away. Yeah, I know. I I I feel that really hard. It's really it's feel. age and liquor. Anyhow, um, let's move on I, to things just, we didn't care for. There's only so much you can fit in your brain. And sometimes I think about that where I'm like, can I just like Dumbledore this out of my mind, put it in the pensive so that I can make room for something else? Because I don't need to know this useless fucking piece of information. Oh, there's shit that I'm like, I don't. Why do I know this useless trivia? I can't remember like, you know, how to change a tire, like that kind of shit. I mean, I. I, Hey, I changed my headlight today. What? Good job. Don't need a man. Fuck Fuck that shit. Nope, there's enough sperm and sperm banks. We got we're good for a couple of years. There are. Um tell me what you didn't care about for this book. Didn't care for in this book. Okay. You and I talked about this a little bit beforehand. It's probably gonna be a joint. Because you and I both have like the same two things that bugged us. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be a joint just yeah. like. So I'll I'll throw one of them out. Okay. Uh one of them is I really didn't care for the epilogue. Nope. I, and I don't want to say, like, what happens, because I don't want to give anything away, but I really right. just didn't care for the epilogue. We could have cut it, and I've been happy. 
Yeah. In my brain, I could have been like, this is what happens. And I've been fine with that. I didn't need to know any of that. <sighs> yeah. Like one thing that Mariana Zapata did for the epilogue for Culty was to have the like the entire epilogue was a press release saying mm-hmm. that um that Sal was retiring. Right. And it mentions Culty in it. Um mm-hmm. and how the two of them, you know, are gonna try and start a family and stuff. You know No, they that, had a family. No, because she hadn't No, he had a kid. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. But like Anywho, but, yeah. but it was, you know, it was a press release from the sock, from the right. football club saying like, you know, Sal Casillas Culty is retiring and she's had a storied career and this is what has happened. And so I kind of was something like that where even like a press release or, or something from like, yeah, I actually would have preferred the, the epilogue to be from Jason's point of view. Yeah, would because I, the yeah. final chapter is from her point of view. Yeah, that would have been nice. I would have liked the epilogue to be from his. Uh, epilogues for me are hit or miss. Um, I really enjoy them in history. No, I don't. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't need this. Um, yeah. There's some that I really enjoy. The ones I usually I enjoy actually don't have anything to do with babies. They're usually just like, they don't mention the babies at all. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's ones where it's like, you know... I guess, like, I love Lisa Claypass's, I mean, I love Lisa Claypass, but she does a really super long epilogues. Um, like, the one for um, the second book, um, well, I can't think of it right now, uh, in the uh, Wallflower series is, like, super, it's almost like two chapters in itself. Um, but I do, I mean, yeah, it's hit or miss for me, but this one was just, like, I, and from what it sounds like, the the epilogue for the one before was the same way. And oh, I was really? kind of like, and I think that's where Miracle Baby comes from in the first one. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just not, I'm, it's fine. I, I, I think we could, I, so this is early for recommendations, but I, as a recommendation, I'm going to say, read it, stop at the epilogue. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not going to like ruin the book if you read the epilogue, no. but I'm just, no, it but was not, not adding anything. it didn't add anything. I, if you kind of want to, your own, your own, like, I think whatever you think in your head is going to happen or happens afterwards is probably better than what happens in the epilogue, unfortunately. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyhow. So, my Tell thought, me your meat. My meat. Uh, <laughs> my meat. Um, I, we both had, I think this is the other same meat that we had is mm-hmm. we yeah. wish, I wish there were more, I I wish there was more chapters with them getting to know each other. I love that was what I really enjoyed about this book was the mm-hmm. banter and the back and forth. God, their with banter the text is so good. Yeah, like the text messages are cute, and it does it makes you fall in love with both of these characters. And yeah. I just wanted a little because you get, I mean, the tour. Although you know, it makes me laugh because people are always saying like in the reviews, like it totally slowed down with the tour. I'm like, oh my god. I don't it, think like, so. I think that the second half, so people are like, the, the last 40% of the book is like, it slows down. I'm like, uh, I don't uh, agree with that at all. No. I mean, no. this was quick altogether. But I would have like, and I think, honestly, if you're talking about anything part dragging, and I'm using quotes as dragging, it would have been the first part. Because it yeah. was like, literally just conversation. Like, I almost thought to myself, oh, I wonder if this is going to be epistolary. I then wonder if this is going to be like, you know, uh, text messages and emails and stuff and, and phone calls between the two of them. Mm-hmm. 
And honestly, the moment they meet in person, actually, first, the the first time he sees a picture of her and he sees that video of her, and he he like he is floored. Yeah. And that just my heart, my cockles warmed so much, mm-hmm. so warming my cockles. And then, um, and then when he sees her for the, that when they meet when they first see each other like face to face oh i mean i could have dealt a little bit more i could have had a little bit more build up to that yeah like i could have even so they do this whole thing where um they negotiate a deal to get he wants to get to know her better and she's extremely reluctant and so he is like what if i get to ask you one question per day and if you don't want to answer the question you have to send me a picture like so that's the exchange Right. So they ask each other questions and I could have handled like just text message exchanges with questions and answers like question of the day, insert whatever here. What yeah. is your favorite food? Like anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is they don't, he does not ask her like surface level questions and she doesn't ask him surface level questions. One of the she questions has... is like, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Like yeah. how would you, you handle the, the apocalypse? Wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's like off the wall questions that that are uh, like a character case study almost. You know, yeah. like the kind of question that you would ask someone to determine how they how they handle crises and what kind of person deep down they are. I mean, we could have seen all two weeks that they they yeah because they 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 um, text and call for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I would have been I would have been so happy with that. Yeah. Um. But again, it doesn't detract from the book. It just is no, one of those things. No, I just I would have liked more, more of that. And I feel like you could have put more of that in without adding a ton of length if it was, like, shown in text message exchanges. Yes, because there's there's literally one chapter that is a sentence. One so, line. It is one yeah. line. Yeah, it is. Anyhow. And it's um, wonderful. Tell me about your bottom bun. Okay. I don't know what your bottom bun is, and I feel I'm like. Waiting. Okay. I, all right. Go for it. No. Here's what I'm going to do. I love that it's uh, something that Kristen also actually kind of says to her at one point. It's like, if you were, if you were doing better because you have a man in your life, I would not be as supportive of this decision you're making. Mm-hmm. But I think you have a man in your life because you are doing better. Mm-hmm. So something that I was concerned about at the beginning was like, oh, damn it, is this going to be like the man saves her, like the man gives her a reason to like come out of mm-hmm. her depression and shit, but that's not what fucking happens. The person who saves her is Tucker because she gets this dog and she starts leaving the house more because she has to walk the dog she leaves the house she gets some sun she is exercising because she's walking the dog constantly she starts taking care of herself again Mm -hmm. and that's something that she talks about that Kristen talks about that even jason talks about later is that she isn't taking care of herself and even um even Sloane says at one point, like, I'm not taking care of myself. And it's not that it, I know Jason doesn't care that like, I'm maybe gaining weight and like, don't look as awesome as I did 
a couple months ago, it's that I know what that means. Like it's so, it's a, it's a thing for her to, to realize about herself. And it's a sign of depression. Like when you stop taking care of yourself, that's a sign of depression. Um, Even if you don't realize it, even if you're still going about your day, about your life, the way that you think you should be, even if you're going to work, even if you're going about your life, if you stop taking care of yourself, like in pretty much every way, Mm-hmm. She doesn't leave the house. She's not cooking for herself. She eats, like, just a freezer full of lean cuisines. She doesn't do anything that makes her happy. She's dep- She's clinically depressed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then Tucker shows up, and she starts <laughs> taking care of someone else and starts kind of pulling out of that depression. And even talks about, like, isn't it like the second chapter she shows up to Kristen's house? She walked to Kristen's house. Seven it's miles, like Seven right? miles. Yeah. She walked the dog to Kristen's house. And she yeah. even tells Jason, like, I've, yeah, we've been walking. I have a great tan. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking really good care of this dog. And I think it's, it's giving her a reason to wake up in the morning. Literally a reason to wake up in the morning. Because mm-hmm. before, she would just sleep until whenever because it didn't matter. She didn't need to get out of bed for any reason. But now, like, Tucker needs to go on a walk. He needs to go outside. He has to go potty. And so she gets out of bed and she takes him out to go for a walk. And she's more productive during the day. Like, ever, all of the habits that we create for ourselves that, that contribute to our depression or at least don't help our depression, she -hmm. starts to come out of. So I loved seeing, it was not a story of like a man bringing her out of depression. It was a story about a dog bringing her out of depression, which I loved. I thought that was great. Which all dogs do. And all dogs go to heaven. If I believed in heaven, I would. (laughs) I would believe in dog heaven. How about that? Yo. Oh, you what? You want to get Ray crying? Let's talk about the Rainbow Bridge. Don't I know? I will not talk about that. Also, the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven, excellent movie. Had that on VHS. Had um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the stash, Burt Reynolds. Oh, he man. played the. Yep, R.I.P. R.I.P. Remember when we were we were younger and it was him and Lonnie Anderson? There was a big divorce. That was oh like, yeah, yeah, remember that? Yeah, in the tabloids in the nineties. Yeah, oh my grandma used to read. <clears throat> mm. Um. My uh, grandpa's girlfriend calls those rag bags. How many uh, of us had She's their like family members called? Well, that's right. Um, have, was South Purpose were the stories. Oh, yeah. You know what I love about, brief side note, I learned this in college, so I guess it wasn't a total waste. Um, <laughs> I learned because, I, so I studied media production. <clears throat> And part of that was, like, broadcast history. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason soap operas are called soap operas is that they were stories that were told on the radio. Mm -hmm. And soap companies started advertising during those hours. Because women make most purchasing decisions, even when we didn't have any power over our own money. And so, like, women would listen to soap operas at home in the afternoon Mm-hmm. So, you know, soap commercials. That's how they became known as soap operas. Well, you know, that's that's why television ex- existed and started. It's because they needed a medium to sell shit. Oh, sure. That so makes that sense, was, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's why a lot of, like, the early television shows are mostly, like, um, God, I'm trying to think of some of the early, early, early ones, like, like, we're 50, so we're talking about, like, I can't even think of right now. Well, I mean, I Love Lucy was, like, 60s. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like. Vitamin or Vegemin. Early ones were, like, variety shows, though, because they'd have, like. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, like. Big Lots of, like, show. vaudeville shows and, like, kind mm-hmm. of, like, sketch show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Yes, you're learning a lot from us. Yes, you are. I'm glad someone could benefit from my media degree. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ray, darling, tell me about your bottom bun. I think I know what it is. Uh, this is a tough It really, really is a tough one because my first my my first thought is just fucking Jason is amazing. I like, know. Oh my god! <laughs> is there ever a more? But I also want to tack on a sub. Okay, we'll t- let's talk about Jason first, and I have a sub pro that is like. I'm just gonna say it right now. It just so you can prepare. Um, it is how this this book how the, how Jimenez deals with um, bereavement and and. Yeah. and it's not, it's not, it doesn't weigh this book down. Right, yeah. I wasn't, like, there's pieces and parts, which I guess let's, let me, I can blend it into J, to Jason, because at one point, holy shit, holy shit, um, Sloan has a breakdown. Yeah, huge breakdown. And honestly, like a panic I, attack. Bl- I would not blame Jason for being like, peace the fuck out. Like, she's right. not ready, I can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. Because... Again, we need to stress is that he is like on the verge of becoming like a massive star, a massive star. Mm-hmm. And here's this woman calling him fucking annihilated. Oh, yeah. And like all she says to him is come over and that I, I you make me want to cook for you. Yeah. And because she like, hasn't cooked in two years. Yeah. He but he doesn't know that he just knows that she's calling him. He wants to see her. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in the car. He doesn't even know she's this hammered until she get he gets to the house, and she and it's Brendan's like uh, his second anniversary of his death. Yeah, she has all these anniversaries about like when he got in the accident. And yeah, then, because there's a different like he didn't die the day of the accident. He was on no, he was in, in the hospital for a month in a coma. Yeah, so so. This man is one of the most patient men. And in so fact, someone brings patient. it up in at some point. I have to find the quote. But he, I, you give me um, a man who is in, not insta-love, but he's like fucking. He, in, he, he falls for her so early. A hundred percent. Like, so I, okay. Um, I lean there watching him run the razor down his neck. And he glanced at me those with those blue eyes. And I missed him already. You're a very patient man, aren't you? He slid his eyes down my body and raised an eyebrow. Well, it's paid off so far. <laughs> I mean, he just, he is like everything you want this man to be. Like, you want, like, when we listen, so if we let, I mean, I have so many musicians, like, or any um, artists that I listen to, and I'm like, man, I really wish he's a good per- good person. I hope like, he's a I, good person, yeah. I'm a hope he's a good person. Like, you, like... Again, these are celebrities, so we don't know them really. Right. But like, like I they... want John Mayer to be a good person, but I don't think he is. You know? Oh, I'm, <laughs> like, I know he's not. He's so he's talented, douche... but also a yeah. huge douchebag. Douchebag. Um, but there's like people that you look at, you're like, he. There's there's no way this person isn't. Yeah. And like Tom Hanks, we all know. Is we one all of the know Tom Hanks is like a super good America. person. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I have proof that he is. It's fine. Mm. But 
I will tell you off air. Okay. Anyhow. Um, but, like, yeah, so he's the epitome of what we want to be a good guy that we want to root for. And we want them to get their happy ending. And mm-hmm. we, but in the same time, like, he wants, he wants Sloane to get her happy ending. Yeah. And he wants her to get better. And he, he lives for Sloane. And I think that's, he's just, he was an amazing, amazingly written character. He's I, extremely considerate of her. Yes. Like, the oh my things gosh. that... Mm-hmm. This is something that I wrote um, in the review that I just finished that I posted. We'll talk about it at the end. But um, that that hero sees the heroine. Like, he oh. sees things about her that mm-hmm. that I feel like the average person wouldn't. And it's the same for Jason, where he sees her. He sees her so hard. And there's a parallel at the end where, um, well, uh, th- she fucking loves tiny coffee creamers, like the kind that you would get at like <laughs> yes. the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And she hoards them. Like she, when she goes, like she takes like an entire handful, even though she only needs like one or two, because she loves them. She just loves mm-hmm. them. And he fucking, he does that for her. Like he mm-hmm. brings her a bag full of those. And he's like, I went and got five shitty coffees for you. <laughs> Yeah, and she's pissed because she's like not pissed, but she's like, "How come I didn't have any?" Yeah, how come you bought five coffees and there's nothing to show for it? And he's like, "Are you kidding? I would not bring shitty coffee to you. You are a connoisseur." And he like brings her her drink. Yeah, and 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 a decaf because he knows it's after a certain time and she can't have caffeine. Mm -hmm. Can I? I want to read this this quote that fucking broke me. Great, great. Okay, (laughs) can't wait. I love your hands. Oh my his god, I know! His talented, capable, loving hands. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <I'm gonna cry. laughs> Have them. They're yours, he said. I smiled. You're giving me your hands? My hands, my voice, my back to do your heavy lifting, my arms to carry you to bed when you've had too much tequila, my money, my time, my heart, it's all yours, Sloane. <laughs> Jesus, Abby, Abby Jimenez. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, I can't even. Mm. That line right there is. It's not a surprise that they're making this into a movie. And there's not because that would be right there. Like, that's what you put in the fucking trailer. That's that's the tra- that's your trailer right there. I mean. There's so many. I have so many Jason quotes highlighted just because him and, yeah. and Kristen. I, I have so many. The one, oh my god, the, one of the first things he says to her oh, um, mm-hmm. when they're texting is, yeah. "There's a positive." Okay, so um, she says, "The Doss- Sloan. I haven't painted my own work since my fiance died two years ago. The dots jumped, started to jump, then they stopped, then they started again." Jason, I'm sorry to hear that. There was a pause between texts while he typed, Jason. Sometimes the hardest place is to live is the one in between. Which I is a theme that, the... that comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He it's is seriously, theme. something happens where you are so mad at him, mm-hmm. but you understand at the same time. You, yeah. Oh, I mean, God. When I said my, I was ugly crying. I was, I was broken. Yeah. And point. I'm like, really glad that that chapter happens from his perspective. Cause I think you need it. You oh. need to know where he's coming from. 
soon as things started coming out of his mouth, my stomach just dropped, and I, I was know. so sick. I it was just mm, this book, this book. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, there's Jason a moment is... where she. There's this moment I, when I when you were talking earlier about like. Mm-hmm. A moment where maybe he would have been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I thought you were talking about a different moment at first. Okay. Um, I don't want to give away what that moment is, but she has like a massive panic attack in front of him, mm-hmm. and he helps to calm her down. Um, and this part is told from his perspective. Um, it's she makes him promise something. Uh, and then he, in his internal monologue, says, I was grateful that I'd been there for her through my music and her darkest hours, that I'd reached her and touched her and held her in my arms for years, even though neither of us had known it yet. I wanted to reach her and touch her and hold her in my arms forever because I was completely and totally in love with her. I got another one for you. Okay. <laughs> You think you know what love looks like. You think the fairy tales and romantic (laughs) movies prepare you. And then you finally really truly find it. And you realize you never knew a thing about it until her. She was every love song I've I've never been good enough to write. And then when he goes, he takes her to see his parents, meet his parents, and, like, his whole family's fucking amazing. They're just all nice. They're all nice people. They are. They're all just so sweet and Midwestern kind. nice people. And you're like, yes. Like, this book, oh, my God, this book wrecked me, man. I know, it did. Um, there's another part. Uh, there's, so before, um, I don't really think this is giving anything away. Um, so they meet finally, he's about to leave on tour and they don't like know how they're going to handle that. So they're trying to like figure that out because she is trying to figure out a way for her to continue to be healthy and happy in her life. Mm -hmm. Now that she is like coming out of a a long depressive period of time Mm -hmm. and he is I mean, his music career is about to, like, take the fuck off. And, of course, neither of them wants to hold the other back during either of their journeys, right? So they're hanging out um, during this in-between time, which is another Mm -hmm. time that they discuss. We stood at a sidewalk on our way to the pier. Sloane hugged me from the side, pressing her cheek into my chest, and I looked down, (laughs) down on her horned hoodie And suddenly wanted to tell her I loved her for the first time right there on that busy intersection. It was nothing like what they show in the movies. No romantic setting, no soft music playing. We had a homeless guy in a muscle shirt holding a super super big gulp a foot away from us. Some teenagers took selfies while a guy in a sauce-stained pizzeria apron impatiently pressed this crosswalk button. We weren't walking on a beach or sitting at the top of a Ferris wheel. She just wrapped her arms around my waist wearing that stupid fucking outfit. And all I could think was that I loved her. Guys, this book is great. It's so fucking good. It's beautiful. I mean, it's beautifully written. Mm -hmm. And also, like, God damn it, Jason. Yeah, I mean, he's... he. The bar is... The bar is definitely off the floor. The bar is real high. I mean, 
We joke about Drew ruined me for Drew, other people. Drew ruined me for all men. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jason, Jason, the waters are so deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Um, there is another. Okay, so there's one parallel that I didn't catch at the time. Mm-hmm. But yesterday or the earlier today, whenever that was, time is meaningless. When I was reviewing my, <laughs> it is a circle. Uh, when I was reviewing the high, my like my highlighted portions of the book, there's a part uh, about like forty percent of the way through the book. Um, Jason, it's from Jason's perspective. This this part is. This was just a season, and there's beauty in all seasons, even if you are looking forward to the next one. And then um, later on, from Sloane's perspective, it was poetry about a woman who was every season. She was the muffled moment when snow started to fall, a soft beguiling spring fog over a glass lake, the full moon white and unmarred in an inky black summer sky, an autumn so vibrant you can, you can die feeling peace because your eyes have seen it. It was the most beautiful thing he'd ever written. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard, and it was mine. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that's the book, guys. Um, <laughs> I know. Like it's just she, she. She. I mean, I could only hope that there are men like this out there. For I mean. I'm, <laughs> I'm past that age at this point, but I only hope that there are some men out there, some some boys who have grown up, and and somebody has put this in their head that this is this is the way guys should be, and um, I can only hope. We're, we've literally written the manual for you. Yeah. All you have to so, do is fucking read it. Bars on the floor, bitches. <laughs> no. Oh my god. So. Would you recommend this book? Fucking, are you kidding me? I will read, I will buy the paperback and read this book multiple times. Yes. I, oh my God. Um, and, you know, it's really funny. We were just actually talking before we, so, so there's, the third book came out in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sounds uh, like a big downer. It does. <laughs> big downer. Uh, bereavement is uh, another theme. Yeah. Um. Um, but I will, I, I don't know if I'm going to read that one, but I definitely will go back probably and read Kristen and Josh's book. I, I, yeah, maybe I, yeah, maybe. Um, if you, at some point, I know, I I know. Right. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, uh, I knew before I went, when I finished the book, I went and looked at who the, the hero is for the third book because I Mm -hmm. assumed that I knew and it is like you do meet that character in this book. And I'm not going to say who it is. In this but... book. I mean, like he's 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 very charming in this book. And yeah, he, he like is. you. There's no like she sets him up in a way where there's there's like you could be like fuck this dude, but right. he's not. Like he's, he's not. No, su- he's very kind. Like, he's very kind, and he comes to her and he's like, dude, listen, like, yeah, like all cards on at. the table. This is what's going on. Yeah, and there's no pressure. And yeah. I loved that. I yeah, loved he's that. really he is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, the heroine is obviously new, so new to yeah, she's story, new. So yeah, um, cool. Oh man, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm there's not need to buy much a I didn't. 
yeah there's not much i didn't care about this book i did care for about this book um Guys, it goes fast. It does, um, yeah. I mean, it's like, last night I was like, you are blowing through this book. <laughs> you were like, I love it I was. so much. I know, because I was like, because I'm one of those ones, I'm a, I'm, I've always been a speed reader. I, I can read a book in a day. I could read a book in an afternoon. Um, if, I lo- if I love it, I read faster. And I, I if I just kind of like it, I'll skim. I'm yeah. not going to lie. There's been a, some books I've skimmed. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're all better friends for it. Yeah. Um, this one was ones like I know, but it was also read fast. Because, yeah, it did. Like, I mean, it said, reads quickly. Yeah, yeah. Even though it says it's like I don't know, four hundred pages or something, it's not. It's like when you think about it, there's a fucking chapter is one sentence. That you're good. Yeah. Let's I mean, talk it, real quick about the fucking playlist. Oh my god, yes. Let's talk about the playlist. The playlist is very good. Is it, it a Spotify is, playlist? It yeah, is a Spotify it okay. playlist. I was actually listening to it as I was reading. So Okay, yeah, um, I did do that a few times. Like, I put on the song at the beginning of the chapter. Yes. Um, it's yeah. a good playlist. Lots of excellent music on it. Paramore, uh, Billie Eilish. <laughs> Sorry. What? That was actually what I didn't care for. Oh, okay. Paramore is like a hit or miss for me. I'm yeah, like, no, uh, I get that. Um, Death Cab for Cutie, Jason Mraz, Smith. fucking Goo Goo Dolls, um, um, Phoenix. Oh, so the big thing is that he became famous because he has a, uh, his own version of The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Which yes. Is oh my God. I forgot about that. Yes. So when you read the book, it's If you live like, on a great lake like we do. Yeah. Right. You are familiar um, with that. <laughs> and in the, in the chapter, cause so... All of her chapters have the the, the song, you know, mm-hmm. that it, it, it has a denoted song, and the one is the record of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Jackson, Jackson Waters. Waters. But in her play, but in the playlist on Spotify, it is by Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, sure, um, yeah. Uh, but Young the Giant is on here. Mazzy Vance Star. Joy, fucking yes, Vance, Vance Joy. Choice. The mess is mine is one yes. of my favorite songs. Oh my songs. god, that is such a good song. And it comes in. Uh, the most perfect yeah. point in it. She's, um, the songs are pretty spot on. The Black Keys, Hey Akron. Which is funny because he was opening for the Black Keys. So, but he couldn't tell her that. Radiohead's on here. Fucking Radiohead. National. Police. What? Anyhow, sorry. It's not Cairo Police, but I heard Cairo Police recently right. and it bothered know, me. Honey. Yeah, so it's wait, a good it's playlist. Um, it is. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Bon Iver, Ben Howard. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, yeah, it is good. I love the Everywhere um, cover by Roosevelt. I love it. Um, One of my favorite songs um, from The National is Need My Girl. Mm, That's a good one. That's That's not on this playlist, but The National is on the playlist. Fucking Phoenix. I mean, I have not listened to Phoenix in a long time. That's like a good one that I can just pop on and like. Oh. That's a good cleaning album. Like. Oh, yes, it is. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, what's the other? Oh, and I love, I love Young the Giant. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like, oh, it really is. It was like, it was kind of like right in our wheelhouse. I mean, you, you cannot go wrong with the fucking Smiths. I mean, you can't. Right. Also, Name is one of my favorite songs from Google Dolls. Google, like, uh, Google Dogs, Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Um, Iris because of, you know why? It's because of City of Angels. Yes! Yes! I used to have that soundtrack and listen to it all the time. I still have it. I'm pretty sure oh, I, I still have it. I'm sure I have it because I took all my CDs and made and digitized them. Oh, good. So I'm sure I have it somewhere. Um, but I used to listen to that all because it was a great album. In, it's in, a, it honestly, is a really good album. 
Also, oh, the, you know what I heard recently that was also on that? Um, I got, I don't remember. It's like in, on Spotify, you know how they have like daily mixes or whatever? Uh-huh. Um, I was listening to one of them that I got like pretty into that was very good. Alanis Morissette, Uninvited. Oh. Such a fucking good song. And I, I remembered the- every word. Like it came on and I was like. Come on, right? <laughs> I was well, gone. I knew every fucking word. That was my senior year of high school that movie i love the fucking so movie because i was good. obsessed with meg ryan oh sure yeah well i mean at that time i used to dress I, we talked about this before i used to dress like her come on and I had my hair cut like her i was like i was like i wanted to be meg ryan because <clears throat> um, also that was when you got mail came out hello yep. hello um but that album even this the, just the um the uh score because there was some oh, score yeah, the on score it. Oh, yeah, the score is beautiful. The score is great. Yeah. I used to fall asleep. I used to put it on and fall asleep to it. Oh I'm going to listen to Alanis Morissette after this. Oh, my God. All right. We should come back for some stunt casting. Yeah, we should do and, that. And what we're reading. Yeah, what are you reading? We'll talk about it in a minute. I was like, you don't want me to tell right now? No, we'll talk about it in a second. Okay. <laughs> we should talk about this before. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> and we're back. Why did I just want to say David Pumpkins? Because <laughs> spooky season. David S. Tom P- Hanks. David S. Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkins. That was such a funny skit. I like, said that to really our friend funny. Lee. Um, for mm-hmm. his birthday. He's coming back soon. For his birthday, because I want him to dress like David S. Pumpkins. I also want to dress like David S. Pumpkins. Yeah, oh. you know. Any questions? I have several. I have, yeah, I have several, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 100 Floors of Terror, they can't all be winners. Anyhow. No, can't all be winners. Um, I do have one more quote that I found, like, right after we stopped recording, it. I remembered. Uh, there's only, like, one sex scene. Lots of, like, sexual tension and discussions, but there's one actual sex scene that plays out. Um, okay. This says, um, I hooked my thumbs at the top of his boxers, yanking them down. He kicked them off and put fingers under the waist of my underwear. He paused breathlessly, waiting for permission, and I nodded against his mouth, lifting my hips. Tell me that consent is not fucking sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Because mm-hmm. I don't fucking believe you. Like, he is waiting for permission to take her underwear off. Oh, like we said, he's the most patient fucking man. Like, there's a point earlier where they're about to do it and she freezes mm-hmm. because, I don't know, she's... Flashbacks. Stricken. Like, she has not had sex with anyone right. since her fiancé died. Right. And he's like, oh, okay, totally, I mean, completely totally fine. Cool. Totally fine. Com- totally fine. Totally fine. And I would like to see how many guys would be okay with that. Yep. I mean, I think we know a number of ones who would be. Yes. I think we personally know some. But I know that there's probably also a number of them who would not be cool with that. Yep. They'd be I think cool we've with met it. a number of them. Oh, uh, we probably both have had sex with a number of them, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. A Jason. Really quick question. Quick question. While you bring up Taylor Swift. Yeah. It was really interesting to me. I almost partially thought that maybe Abby met Lola was Taylor Swift a little bit. 
Oh, no. I thought Lolo was Britney Spears. Because of the whole thing with Kanye? And writing oh. a writing um, a song about her hookup? I was like, it's had Taylor mm-hmm. Swift vibes. I think it's Taylor Swift vibes with Britney Spears vibes. Because of, yeah. like, the mess that oh, she yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. as a human. Like, she's just... <laughs> Why don't we just say it's Amanda Bynes? Oh, God. There was an article on BuzzFeed. Um, it was really good, actually, about... There, there, that Amanda Bynes still has... Uh, was it conservatory? Cons- conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. yeah. Also, Britney is finally free. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, Amanda Bynes probably does need one still. Because she's... She is... She has... A diagnosed mental she has bipolar disorder right like yeah. she yeah yeah like she, she and uh not that you can't live a life no, without she, with bipolar disorder but hers is not under control it does no, not and I believe, again, we don't know we don't know them but we like, don't know them but it's from what the article stated is that she it was one of those ones where this is what was happening because they compared it to britney they're like this is what was happening with britney and this is what happened to amanda Bynes. it's like it was like me- medical issues that were going along with her it's so the one of the things that ends up playing out in this book is so uh, I don't know I don't want to say anything that's going to like give it away but there is a serious discussion between Jason and someone else in this book his opening act where they discuss what this industry does to people what it can do to people and that's a discussion that you and I have had many times Oh, it's, it's it chews people this, out uh, up that, and spits them out. It absolutely does, yeah. and it's so depressing. Like especially growing up in the era that you and I did, like mm-hmm. with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, and and we've talked about like the low rise gene fads and how it gave us all eating disorders. And, yeah, yeah. You know, like having they they worked these women to the bone. So that they could make a shit ton of money off of them during the acceptable time when right. they are considered attractive women. Right. And actually, that's something that Taylor Swift talks about in the Miss Americana documentary. She says, I am going to make music for as long as this industry will let me do so. Because I'm nearing 30. And I'm about to, like, I don't know when this industry will no longer accept me as an artist I don't know when they will decide what she was implying was I don't know when they're going to decide that I'm not pretty enough that I'm not sexy enough that I am not um, talented enough to continue to put out my own music well you and I just literally had this conversation earlier when we talked about I watching that Midnight Mass show was the <laughs> Henry Thomas and I can't think of the woman who's playing um, the mother of the main character who himself is 40 years old playing mm-hmm. I would assume somebody in his late 20s early 30s um, Henry Thomas is Elliot Elliot from from E.T. Elliot. Mm-hmm. He is 49 years old and the woman yeah. who or she, she's 49 he's literally 50 years old he's 10 years older than the person he's playing his son yeah and i'm like couldn't you find somebody in their 70s to play why does he also have to be like 29 years old can't he also can't he be 39 years old yeah isn't that the can't we do that right and so 
when you people are not allowed to age. So there's a documentary on Netflix that I re- I'm, I have it on my list. I haven't watched it. it. Could be shit, but I doubt it is. Um, it's called This Changes Everything, and this is about this documentary takes a deep look at gender disparity in Hollywood through the eyes of well-known actresses and female uh, filmmakers. And I have it on my list to watch. Um, but they talk to it's mostly Meryl Streep. Um, I want to say, uh, what's her name? Um, Juliana Moore. Because what happens is you get to 40 and it's like everyone's in Hollywood's like, oh, well, you're done. Until you, until yeah. you could play, um, queen, the queen or, um, some other, you know, stayed o- older, you know, historical yeah. figure. We don't need mm-hmm. you. Right. Which is infuriating. Extremely Also, um, how many, um, male actors are currently in their 40s or early 50s that are still doing great leonardo dicaprio brad pitt right and still getting these lead romantic roles Mm -hmm. with these 20 year old women yep cool cool Mm -hmm. cool 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 anywho anywho let's talk about some hearts do we want to do hearts and (laughs) hearts and eggplants not stars and bars (laughs) Not stars and bars. No. Hearts and eggplants. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that first? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, hit me in the face with some eggplants. <laughs> hit me in the face with some eggplants. That's what our that's that's what's gonna be. That's our that's our theme song. Our theme for that. Perfect. Um, perfect. Put it on a shirt. Isolate that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say for eggplants, I'm gonna say two and a half. I think that's fair. I said yeah. three because it was just a middle of the road number. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's like we said, there's only one sex scene. It's not really really graphic. We no, talk, it's not. About the tip. It's beautiful. It's beautifully written. We talk about the tip. Tip. Going they do in and discuss out. the tip. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's not like a make you blush and like. Mm-mm. But it's lovely. Yeah. It truly is lovely. It's and it's exactly where it needs to be. Like it's, Yeah, yeah, I think it's she's appropriate. She's in her m- mental state where she needs to be and I think it yeah. was the perfect de- develop, you know, like um developmental in the whole uh, aspect of the relationship. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. How about some hearts. Oh, dude, I said fucking 5. Oh, I'm going 5 on it. Fucking because yes. Fucking Jason. Yes. Jason. Cuz I just like fucking can't. I mean, like the number of things that Jason does, I, and I don't, I don't want to give any of them away, no, no. any of them, but you can just tell that he listens to every fucking word she says. Oh, he almost is like it has it ingrained in him at that point. Like it's you, you know, he has found his other half. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which makes me kind of like I. I, I now that I've said this about like her grieving and everything, it's interesting. I, I might have liked a little bit more about to like have her compare him to Brandon because you know it seemed like it was just different. This was different, and but it he brings almost... that up at some point. He says like, "I wonder how I measure up to Brandon." And he doesn't bring that up to her, but he he's thinking about it. It's just, it's just great. It's great. Oh God, it's great, Jason. Jason. He also like he does he will do fucking anything for her to the point where he he will absolutely sacrifice anything to make sure she is happy and healthy. 
and save. Mm -hmm. And the links that he goes to, like, especially, oh my God, like, again, we don't want to ruin anything. So it's kind of like, we can't, there's so much we want to talk about, but we can't because we don't want to ruin it. We just can't. We don't want to ruin it. If you haven't read it, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Mm -mm. But the links that he goes to in order to, to keep her safe and happy and healthy. Mm -hmm. Because he makes, he makes some sacri- he makes extraordinary sacrifices. sacrifices. To yeah. which he knows he will not be happy. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me so upset because oh, this is what I was gonna say. It was like again, I don't know. Part of me hates good Goodreads and part of me is okay with it, but this is the part that hates Goodreads is because the reviews were like he needed to do a a better uh grant GG, better grand Fuck gesture. You. I was Fuck. like are you, you kidding there me? There is no better grand gesture. His bad grand gesture was doing what he did. Yes. Like his, no, that, fuck all of those people. No, listen, no. Like, I, I wish I could say more. No, that is in fucking accurate. I know. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, he did literally he the did biggest. He did everything he could. He did every the biggest fucking thing. gesture he could. Yep. Oh. Yeah, no. so, no, I did, wrong. I saw that a couple times, it was like, well, it's the same people who said it dragged, but I was okay, like. Okay, but again, it also didn't drag. Lots, lots of shit happens in the last 40% of that book. Fuck, a shit ton happens in that, A yeah. ton. But I was like, uh, did we read the same book? I went, right. At some point, I wanted, like, do you, did, really? Um, anyhow. So. You're just wrong. You're Sorry. Wrong. wrong. Yes. Yeah. No, All right, let's do some stunt casting. Oh, yes, let's do it. Um, can you tell. You go first. Oh, you made me go first? Who do you want to start yes. with? Should we do Jason last? Yeah, let's do Jason last. All right. Can I know I... you did three. I only did two. Tell me who your Sloan is. Okay. Hold up. Or rather Hold. send me photos because you know I love this shit. Or, you know, since I did I did three, can I give you my Sloan? Or not Sloan, my Alola? Yeah, give me your Lola. Okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Sorry, I don't know so, I don't know this person too much. Alexander was like, I think there was some issues with her. And um, I, I don't, again, I don't know anything about her. I just, I'd heard from relatives who like celebrity stuff. So, um. <clears throat> oh, I don't know who that is. That is Bella Thorne. Oh. I don't know anything about her. I know she's been in some television shows. I think she was a Disney chick. Oh, they really I, do ruin them. They, there was some issue. I thought there was some issues with her. I don't know. She, she's very pretty. Very pretty, but, but the red hair, red hair, it. and like yep. from what I understand, she's had a little bit of a wild side, a little bit maybe. I don't know, but again, you guys, I, I'm not judging her at all. She's very I, pretty. I don't have any clue about her. All I know is from what people have told me, and I don't know if that's true or not. And so I'm just saying, like, it just seemed like a good fit. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is my Lola. All right, so okay. my Sloan. Oh, I love this person. Um, okay. Hold up. Now I got it in my head. Ah, um, oh, nice. Nice. So, mine is Jodie Comer. Um, most of you will know her as... My dog is snoring. 
Um, Luna's snoring, guys. <laughs> um, is Villanelle from Killing Eve. Um, British actress, though she can do pretty much anything. And I still haven't seen Free Guy, but she's in Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. a fucking, like, she can, like, that one picture, she can be a bombshell when she wants yeah, to be. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's absolutely, I mean, those eyes, those eyes, mm-hmm. oh my god. She would stop traffic. Like, if you saw her, you would be like, you'd be like who the fuck is that? Oh, like, yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. Because if that one, that the second one I sent you with, the, like, the brownish, because it's mm-hmm. one point they talk about Sloane having, like, like different colors of blonde in her hair. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I can see, like, if you saw her, like, th- that's more natural. Like, yeah. even though she's got heavy eye makeup on. But still, stop traffic. Like, I would stop and be like, who the hell is that gorgeous woman? Yeah. Can she's beautiful. Her? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That's my. That is my Sloan. Perfect. I think that's great. Thanks. Excellent choice. Thank you. All right. I'm going to send you my Sloan. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to send you this one first because at one point Sloan, there's a thing about there's discussions about red. And how oh Jason yes, likes, there is. Yeah. And how yeah. Jason likes uh-huh. red. Um, and at one point she wears a red dress. So I was specifically looking for something of like an actress wearing red. Um, and this is what I found. Now, this actress has, I think, light eyes. So she'd have to do like some colored contacts. But again, I don't really care. It'll be fine. <clears throat> there is the first one. Um, this this particular actress is like, she's fucking gorgeous. Um, and she's gorgeous no matter what. Like dressed down frumpy only wearing workout clothes or like dressed like she's gonna fucking walk the red carpet this actress is so goddamn beautiful also Uh, one of the best senses of humor too yeah she's hysterical i chose blake lively i can see it because in in the book jacket yeah right Mm. she talks about i think it's like the first chapter she says like this face used to model like this face used to be she, she's a in advertisements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was in beauty pageants and stuff. So um, Sloane is is gorgeous, but again, like, has not been taking care of herself. And so I don't, it's not necessarily that, like, she's all of a sudden not pretty anymore. It's, like, that she doesn't feel good about herself. No. You know? So um, anyway, fucking Blake Lively, because she's, she's so beautiful. So beautiful. She is, and she's yeah. She seems like a nice person. I mean, again, she does. She could be a big asshole, but I doubt it. I mean, that's one of those people I I, I doubt, doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Like she seems down to earth, down to earth and funny. And how could you be married to Ryan Reynolds without not, being exactly. down to earth and funny? Exactly. Right. Are we talking about Jason now? Please do. Okay, I have like forty-two pictures of this person. Perfect. Um, I'm going to send all of them to you. Do um, it. Why does that stupid song keep falling? That's not stupid. It's actually a really good song, but it keeps popping in my head. What song? Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold oh. up. I have uninvited in my head. Let me. Um, so I was trying to find, like, I was trying to find a singer. And mm. we talked about, like, okay. the, um, the, 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 the journey we all went through to try to find, like, because... The people I had in my head were not... So this last one, I think, is the epitome, probably, of what I imagine Jason would look like. With, mm. Okay. Okay. Um, with the banjo. 
Mm. I mean, the blue eyes, because he's he's said to have like very have striking very blue eyes, blue yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. yeah, and a beard. He has a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some reason, I landed on Avett Brothers, and I was like, I can see I know it. one of them is hot. <laughs> They're all hot. I mean, they're all good looking in their own way, but Scott Avett is so fucking hot. And I don't I know if you've listened to much Avett Brothers at all, but they have a song called I and Love and You. And it is, uh, it is just oh, to your heart. Like, talk about cockles warming. It is what anybody would want someone to sing about for them, like to them and God. about them. And um, he does, he has this, like, soulful look to him. He also has beautiful teeth. Um, but that's what... <laughs> he has beautiful teeth. He does. He has gorgeous teeth. Um, but the shiny blue eyes. And that first picture, though, with him, is just in the, t- the tank, or the, the t-shirt, the white v-neck. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. I'll yep. take it. Um, yep. But he is the banjo player for the Avett Brothers. <sighs> yep. Yep. That's my Jason. Give me your Jason. I wonder, if, I wonder if they've done casting it. I'm not sure know. they have. I don't. Or if they have, I don't think they've released it. No. Um, okay. They'll pick some random person that we don't know. No. I know. I know. Because yeah. that person needs to have, like, a modicum of musical talent. I mean, we've talked about this. I mean, well, maybe we did. Well, yeah, we did. We talked about when I used Tom Ellis uh, on somebody. Uh, forgot who it was oh on uh right. sleepless in sicily he doesn't he can't play the piano but they fucking put him in they like, make lucifer play the piano in almost like goddamn every episode so yeah which by the, I mean, by the sixth season you think he'd learn to play the piano but that's either here or there. there's a story of um like sakudro from friends that they made phoebe play the guitar and she tried so fucking hard and she just like couldn't and so then it just oh. became that like she wasn't a great player well, she Basically. might be like me, who has little tiny hands, who can't wrap it around the neck of the guitar. That's what she said. <clears throat> yep. Uh, all right, you're going to know who this person is, who my Jason okay. is. I'm excited about um, it. You'll know immediately. You may or may not agree with my choice, but didn't no. ask you. Um <laughs> Well, thank you. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm very I okay with this. I can ask you. Um, I yeah, bet okay, you he can play the guitar. I bet you he can. Probably, because he's just so fucking pretty. He's he also, would. he's friends with Jensen Eccles. I'm sure he can play the guitar. Yeah. So, everyone, I chose Stephen Amell. Um, oh, God. I know. He's just, he's so cute. Arrow. Fucking Arrow, man. I know. I know. So, I don't even know that his eyes are the right color, but again. Who cares? Like. Who cares? Colored contacts. Um, But I like that um, he wears a scruffy beard well. Mm -hmm. And he's not... Like, they they describe that... uh, I think in one of Sloane's chapters, she describes that they... His label literally makes him work out. Yeah. Like, it's written into his contract that, like, you have to work out with a trainer three to four times a week or whatever. But he's not described... He's described as being tall... He's like six foot something, six foot two maybe, mm-hmm. but he's not like bulky. He's strong, but not like hulked out. Right. So I kind of like that first, I think it was the first one I sent you. Like he, he just looks strong. 
He doesn't look mm-hmm. like he... He looks like he goes to the gym, but he also does not look like he is going to start CrossFit oh. competitions anytime oh, girl. soon. Oh, girl. Oh, no. Did you find a photo? Mm-hmm. Not him playing the guitar, but mm-hmm. no, he doesn't need contacts. No? Oh, this is, oh, this is deviant art. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you know, whatever. I'll take God, it. he's pretty. I'll take it. <sighs> Oh, yeah, no, he's, no he, he's got. Oh God, does he have blue eyes? He's got fucking blue, blue eyes, baby. Oh jeez, hair hand. Wasn't he like supposed to play Josh in the hating? He game? was. Yeah. No, it was his brother. It was his brother. It was um. Because there's two of them. I can't. Was his brother's name David? No. Uh, mm. I just sent you one. That one you sent me is good too. Um. Robbie. I, I was like, I think it's Robbie. Yeah, I think Robbie was supposed to be. Because if you look cute. at Robbie, Robbie looks like Josh Temple. Fuck me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love stunt catching. Oh. oh, here you go. Here's here's Robbie and Steven together. Because, you know, whose ovaries weren't ready to explode? <laughs> Here's another one for you. This Thank is you. fun for our this listeners. Is, this is, yeah, because they, they can't see it. Please, they can't if, see if you it. haven't Go gone, to our Pinterest. Right, like, because this is... The, oh, oh my he God. does look like Josh Templeman. Yeah, doesn't he? I mean, God like... damn. I yeah, don't know who it does. is now, but, like, yes. Like, I could see... Oh, it's almost perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's a shame. Also, there's a really good pairing on Arrow. Um, um, what's her name? Corbin Bernstein. Corbin Burnson is Josh Templeman now. No, 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 no. Corbin Burnson was from L.A. Law. Okay, then maybe not. Hang on, let me pull it up. It, that's, it was like the second name that came up. No, because um, maybe that was like... Uh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, Austin Stowell is playing Joshua Templeman. I don't even know how to spell this. Stowell? I can see it. Here. Here, I'll send it oh, to I you. Oh, I found him. I found him. Do you find him? Uh, okay. I mean, I'm okay with it. Not it's bad. Fine. It's fine. I think the other one... Oh, oh my God, his birthday. I think the other one's better. That poor thing. Oh, they're done filming. It says post-production. Yes. We're getting closer. Getting, getting closer. closer. All right. All right. That um, was super fun, guys. Whew. I mean, for, for us. I don't know for, for us, you. not so much for you guys. Go to our <laughs> Pinterest board. Um, yeah, right? Anywho, uh, Ray, do you want to tell me what you're reading? Um, yes, I do. Um, so two things for me. One, I'm going to, um, I'm reading The Devil Downtown. I'm almost done with it. I'm going to recommend it because so far it's been good. I've been sending you screenshots of all the fucking hot sex um, in it. Yes, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is, it's by Joanna Shoup, S-H-U-P-E. Joanna. Shoup, 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 Yep. Um. I read uh, one of the what oh, a short story by her in one of those like you know uh, anthologies, and I liked it. But I mean, this one jumped out because it was of course enemies to lovers, of and of course and a historical a romance. Illness. So right, exactly, it's to- toxic and also historical romance. So, but it's it's interesting because it's not something I normally get into, which is turn of the century America. So um, it's New York, which I you know New York at like. 1900s 1895 that area that era um and um so it's a good do-gooder as he keeps calling her a do-gooder she is a um 
society, um, like, you know, a daughter, like an heiress, and who is like pretty much all she does is she works with, um, you know, uh, charities. Like she works, she works for the um, legal uh, legal aid society in New York. Okay. So she helps try to find um, hu- uh, husbands that have skipped out on their families. So that's oh. actually how they meet because he is a crime boss. So as I said, someone sneaky staked me into reading a fucking mafia crime. Mafia romance. But it wasn't, it's not mafia, but it's a crime boss romance. I was like, son of a bitch. Cause I hate those. Not that I, I don't like, I, I just don't, I don't like the like romancing, you know. Yeah. Crime. I mean, I just don't. Right. Yeah, I know. I get it. I totally um, get it. So, but this one was like, I don't know. It's just something Jack. Jack's got me, man. Jack is also one of those ones where it's like, and like I texted you yesterday, the other day, I was like, it's insta love for Jack, and he is like falling fucking hard. And <sighs> dark hair, blue eyes, you got me. Um, so the other one I want to recommend, I can't, I did, I was not going to put it attached to the episode because all of a sudden I can't find it on Amazon. I've got an arc of it. Um, if you want to read my review, it's on our website, but it's Daring the Duke by Charlie Lane. Um, I really liked it. Uh, historical romance, of course. Um, and she's got a wicked sense of humor, uh, which I enjoy because it's me. <laughs> so. Love that. Mm-hmm. And how about you? Uh, okay, so the one that I'm going to recommend, again, I also reviewed it recently. Um, you're the one who typically does the, um, the reviews for the website. Mm-hmm. But uh, when this one came through, we were like, well, it's a sports romance. That's basically Veronica's bread and butter. Let's <laughs> just let her take this one. Um, it's called Becoming Selfish from Liz Tomford. Um, it's from Cherry Publishing. I um, The review will be up on the website soon. Um, it's okay. So it's about um, this... The heroine is, uh, first of all, a girl named Logan, which I fucking love. Oh, I like that. Um, I'm always a little tentative with, like, new adult romance because, you know, I mean, I'm fucking 36, you guys. Um, But in this case, they're actually, they're 22. Um, She is starting her MBA. He is, he's a fifth year senior. So they're the same age, but he is finishing up his undergrad hoping to get drafted into the uh, NHL and uh, she it's a best friend's brother romance and like he's a terrible sleeper but not when she's there you know like it's just Mm -hmm. it's so many of like my favorite tropes all thrown into one um he he's got a fucked up childhood that miraculously turned out well thank god her childhood was fine until both of her parents died. And so she's both of her, she's lost both of her parents in the last five years. So, and she's 22. So like, she's kind of been through some shit in the she last five years. Hard roads, yeah. She's had a lot of shit going on. Um, and for the last, right after, so her mom passes and then she packs up all of her shit into a storage unit sells her family home and leaves for Spain, basically. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She's just like, I, I got to get out of California. I've never left California. I'm going to do a study abroad program Okay. in Spain. So that's what she does. She meets Mark, 
who becomes like her best fucking friend. Like absolute just nothing romantic happening between them. They are just best goddamn friends. Mm -hmm. He convinces her she has no one. She's got literally no one. She's an only child. Both her parents are dead. And he convinces her, like, hey, I'm from Minnesota. Why don't you come to, um, I think it's Minnesota, or I'm just confusing it. I think it's Minnesota. Um, He's like, you should, you know, I'm starting my MBA. Why don't you um, also just come get your MBA with me? Like, she was looking at grad school, and so he's like, why don't you look into the one that I'm going to? So she ends up getting accepted. She starts her MBA at the same time he does at the school. The best friend's brother, of course, it's actually his stepbrother. They're the same age, but Mm -hmm. their parents got married when they were like three years old. Oh, okay. So technically, like their stepbrothers. This is how porn starts. (laughs) Right, exactly. This is how reverse harem starts. So um, they they're technically stepbrothers, but because they grew up together, they don't look at each other that way. They look at each other like they're, you know, they've only ever known each other. They don't really remember much about life without each other, right? Mm So anyway, they're, they're, everyone is 22, shout out to Taylor Swift, but they, EJ, so EJ or Eli, uh, she's the only person who calls him Eli. Everybody else either calls him EJ or Madison, uh, which is his last name. At any rate, he is trying to get drafted into the NHL. She is just like, I want to only think about myself for the first fucking time in the last you know, five to six years when my life took a total fucking turn for the worse. Mm-hmm. And he is like, I need to focus on myself. I need to focus on getting drafted into the NHL. This is my last chance. Yeah. You know, because he suffered an injury like earlier in his career. Anyway, of course they meet and it's insta attraction. They don't know who each other, who the other is when they first meet, but then very shortly afterward realize who the other person is. Mm-hmm. He thought Logan was a dude. That his brother was hanging out with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only Logan I know is uh, Wolverine. <laughs> there you go. The uh, Logan from the Babysitter's Club. You know, like, it's just... Anyway. <laughs> way the fuck back there. Yep. Cool. Way back. Yep. So, at any rate, they... This book is great. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet to watch the two of them. They're very similar, but they have enough differences to make it, to create tension. Um, It's just very sweet. It's Mm -hmm. so, like, it's former playboy becomes devoted boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He really, this is the book I was talking about earlier where, like, he sees her. He sees her so hard. Um. And they know each other. They know each other so well. Um, they're very suited for each other. My one complaint about this book is that it's too fucking long. Yeah, it was like so it's just, 400 pages. It is 600 pages. Fuck me! Oh, for yeah. that, I think it was 400. Fuck no. me, 600! No, 600 that's word piece. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> As I described it in the review, it is Zapata Plus. Like, it's just... Yeah, that's, that's the premium subscription that you're like, no, 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 no. It's very long. Very long. Um, do I think some things could have been cut? Yes. However... At 600 pages, I'm, I'm assuming yes. Yes. But it is very good. I am invested in the characters. Um, the other... 
going along with that, the other issue that I have is that there's no fucking resolution. It's not a standalone. It's a series. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> By the time it's done, it's going to be 4,000 pages long. And you'd be like. I know. There's, I mean, I know. But I it's have gonna to. It's going to be a Harry Potter. Be like, people will be like, okay, so there's a whole anthology here. And here's a timeline of what's I know. I know. I'm going to need a Venn diagram. Like, I'm going to need, like, a chart. Venn diagram? With... Jesus Christ. You need a Gantt chart. I, yeah. I, exactly. I need, like, lines and, yeah, with arrows and shit. So, uh, it is very long. Maybe skim in some parts, but it is very good. Um, yeah. I will read the second one because I, now I need to fucking know what happens. Right. Um... The book, I think, starts maybe not... It starts at, like, the beginning of the semester and mm-hmm. ends sort of at the end of the semester. So it covers, like, a four, three- or four-month period of time, mm-hmm. culminating with, like, the one-year anniversary of her mother's death, which she has f- purposefully not dealt with. So, like, mm-hmm. all of this grief that she has experienced is, like, coming full circle finally because mm-hmm. she's been ignoring it and trying not to deal with it. Now mm-hmm. it's, like, the anniversary, which is now Creeping throwing out. her head first into her grief, finally. So the end gets hard. The end gets, like, painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I need to fucking do what happens. Like, now I have to read the second one. But I think the, the author is talented, I think. So, um... I'm willing. I'm willing to read the next one. Cool. Cool. Yeah, anyway. Okay. What are you listening to anything fun? Um, right now I'm listening to my dog snore. If you guys I I'm so sorry. And uh, what I love is that I cannot oh, hear Luna snoring. Oh, I can hear it. I have my headphones and I can hear it. Okay. So I'm I sure can't, it's though. you you know what they like you could hear the the uh crickets that one night or the uh well, the I'm, cicadas. Yeah. I couldn't until we heard the recording. You're all mm-hmm. going to hear Luna. And even my my exclamation there about the six hundred pages, still sleeping, still sleeping. Lunestra, she's tired, what, man. Isn't Lunestra like a, a sleepy time pill? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Lunestra. Um, I should know that. I don't know. Yeah, Based you should. On my job. Yeah, right. I should. I'll look it up. Um. So what I'm listening to, I have one that I'm going to save for next week for next time. Um, the one I'm listening. I have a couple actually. <laughs> I'm always listening. It's a to sedative. <laughs> it's a, see, there you go. There you go. There you go. It is a prescription medication used to treat the symptoms of insomnia. Okay. Anywho. Yeah, she's fucking out. That really is descriptive. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, Lunestra is fucking out right now, which I think you've it almost as if I slipped her one. Um. So, I'm <laughs> I'm suggesting and recommending the Ricky Gervais show. So this is, it's, well, one is a qualified recommendation because one, if you listen to the really early stuff, which is, so I'm actually uh, um, uh, linking to this site that has all of his, all of the uh, Ricky Gervais show, like back from when, I mean, I'm a nutbag fan, so I have all of the old stuff when he used to be on the radio with Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Um, and if you don't know uh, Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais and, and Stephen Merchant wrote The Office. So if you love The Office, it's because of those two. They wrote the original Office, the British Office. Right. And then we stole it because we obviously can't find British people funny unless we make it and Americanize it. Um, um, Afterlife is so good. Afterlife is amazing. Um, yeah, that's uh, his Netflix show. Yeah, Extras is great too. Um 
but in I mean I actually like I like the invention of lying. I know there's a whole bunch of movies that no one likes, but um, um, I did. I mean I his stand up is fucking brilliant. And anybody like in uh, Veronica, <laughs> you would like this about his Golden Globe opener. Oh my god, you would love all of his stuff because it's all about he's a huge atheist. So he right, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mean that's I mean. We were talking about, like, you don't believe in heaven. I mean, you would enjoy, you would really enjoy this stuff. But, like, I mean, he, they, um, so the website I'm actually including in this link is, it, it's for free, all of the links to even early when he was on the radio. And then uh, was uh, Enemy and XFM. And then um, it's all of this stuff. Because he literally, it, he was the first podcast ever. What? He, yeah. Really? He is the first podcaster ever. And yeah, I mean, that's what he, I mean, that's for the longest time. That was like his moniker was he was the first podcast and, um, but it's him and Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington and Carl Pilkington is a joy because he's this very, I hate to say it, not intelligent person (laughs) that is sweet, but not very smart <laughs> and and they got him as a producer like he was a producer for the show and for the radio show and they realized that he was brilliant in his own like kind of like uh, absent mind and fashion so they kept bringing him on and it just grew and grew and grew and in fact they had he had his own travel show for the for a long time on the travel channel called Carl Pilkington Oh, a, a, oh no! An idiot abroad. That's what it was called. An idiot abroad because nice. they sent him like Carl, um, Ricky, and Steven sent him to all these different places. It didn't tell him where he was going. Just sent him. It's like experience, like being in South Africa. Like here's this random like, as they call him a mank like, from Manchester in the middle of like you know Taiwan. Um, um, but it's it's fantastic. And, and the reason I have it, it's it's a rec, it's a um, qualified recommendation is or um hesitant it's just because it's early like 2000s if you're listening so some of the stuff is like mm, okay. you know how it is like as yeah. we talked about it's in our commentaries yeah it's a long time ago it's 20 years ago so like some of the you know some of the lingo and stuff is probably not as pc as we want it today i mean he never uses right. like a racist term or anything like that but like some of the things maybe are not as like uh, you just kind of like yeah it's again 20 years ago Right. Um, but, uh, so if on this website, they have, uh, R- Ricky Gervais's guide to medicine, natural history, the arts philosophy. So what they do on this, on, on his, um, Apple podcasts, um, are pretty much like talk to Carl about the arts and medicine and get his, like, they, like, here's a fact. What do you think about this? And then like, Carl's response is fucking golden. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and you get some of the stuff with Carl, like he said, these segments that he'd make up, um, when on the radio show was um, monkey news, <laughs> oh, God. where he'd find these stories about monkeys where he believed they were completely truthful. Like they were like fact. And <laughs> it was always about a monkey doing something like crazy, like something like driving a car or being an astronaut. And, <laughs> And it's like Curious George. It 
to watch Ricky lose his fucking mind. He's like, a monkey didn't do that. A monkey doesn't have opposable thumbs. It's amazing. And in fact, um, love, did, he is so funny. They did have an HBO special. Uh, it was a Ricky Gervais. Like they took the uh, the podcast and they made them into animated series, and it is fucking brilliant. And to hear Monkey News, because you hear Ricky Gervais going chimpanzee that Monkey News, it's hysterical. Oh, it is one of the funniest things. And um, I was actually like every so often, every like maybe year, I listen to the whole catalog because it makes me giggle. I mean, there's a story where Carl talks about so in England. Like, some of, like, the rougher... No, what I'm saying. Like, if you were living in, like, um... Like, say you lived in an apartment building, like, in, like, New York City. Like, in kind of, like, you know, um, maybe not, like, the the best area. Like, you'd live in... They call them the council estates in England. Okay. Where it was, like... It was called being on the estate. So, um... Or a council flat. And so he tells the story and he just drops it like this. Like, oh yeah, so I was like, I was going around and selling flowers and cups, plastic cups. And, uh, you know, I thought that this one house would need it because they had a horse in their house. And he's like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> there was a fucking horse. This, this person, this family had a horse in their apartment. <laughs> and... Carl didn't think anything that was wrong with that. And they're like, you mean there's a three-piece suite and there's a fucking horse. And I have never laughed so fucking hard. I, <laughs> oh my God. I read so often <laughs> I have to listen to that. It's so funny. So yes, my recommendation for Cage Rice. I love that. I love that. He is so fucking funny. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, uh, I would, I'd love to, I mean... I still, I think, I think on our first episode, I think I might have brought up how I still find him sexy. I do, I do find Ricky Gervais sexy. Oh I yeah, don't care. yeah, I remember. Do not care. That. I don't care if he's in his fifties. I don't no. care. Um, he's also vegan now, which I was like, okay, cool. Because um, he's also like a huge animal rights, yeah, he activist, is. and I just fucking love it. Like everything about him, and like I love Stephen Burchant, all his seven foot tall of him. Um, they make fun of him about you know, being seven foot tall and kind of gangly. And it's just, it's great. It's great. I recommend it. Perfect. So tell us what's coming up. Uh, okay. So Cause you are the keeper of the lists. I am the keeper of the list. I'm a little obsessive. Um, we're pulling back on page to screen mainly because, um, we need some time. We need some time. Uh, what we're going to do next is, um, so I think we have like a week off. We do, Jesus. Yeah. Praise Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Next, we are doing uh, an ARC of His Majesty's (gasps) Royal Heir from Lucy Monroe. Lucy Monroe! If you have not read uh, the first one, this is part of a series. If you haven't read the first part of the series, uh, please do that. We reviewed um, Queen by Royal Appointment. That's episode 11 and a half, um, released May 25th. Um... So we're doing the next one. She reached out to us and she was like, hey, you did a, a review of, you know, the first one. Do you want to do a review of the second one? Because we specifically in that in that review talked about how we wanted to know what was going on with the specific character who is the hero in the next book. Mm-hmm. So that's next. Uh, that's going to come out October 19th. Um, after that... We are going to have a page to screen, which is going to be warm bodies. So, it's going to be a page to scream. 
Because I'm the Crypt Keeper. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I am the Crypt Keeper. I will do the Crypt Keeper voice <laughs> on that episode. FYI. Oh my god. Page to scream. <laughs> I love you. FYI, so that's, much. That was the title of that episode. FYI. I. I love you. Like, I, that is so fucking funny. It. it yep. Oh, my God. It's okay. Happening. It's happening. <sighs> All right. Uh, so then anyway, we have uh, Paige to scream. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Which will be warm bodies. Uh, and then. Actually, I don't know what we're doing on the 2nd, November 2nd. I'm not sure. Well, um, we're doing... The South African ARC is going to be the 16th, right? Yeah, so, well, we would have a week off, so it would be... Yeah, so we don't know yet. We'll we, figure that out. We won't do a page to screen in November, because I think we've got some Christmas ones coming up, so we're going to hold off on those. Okay, that's fine. Um, but coming up, we also... So we have another ARC, um, November 16th, and then we have... Um, November 30th, we, Lee will be back Yay! and we will be reading Red, White, and Royal Blue, which we have all been fucking waiting for. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Uh, and then at Christmas, we're going to do, I think we're going to do like a Hanukkah book and we then are. also a Christmas book. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and our page of screens we have, there's a couple, I would like to see what Passion Flix is going to put up because they might put up yeah, new ones. I assume they'll do some Christmas ones. I'm I'm assuming I don't know, but if they're not, we have two that we were talking about, like you doing one and me doing one. I've seen mm-hmm. both of them, so but we can talk about that at a later yeah. date. And so, we could also yeah. do it in November too. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, Christmas is like it starts November first for me. Yep. Um. Yeah. So anywho, there is some cool stuff coming up. I am excited about. I'm super excited about the Lucy Monroe because I want. Oh my god. Fucking know what happens. <laughs> also, if you guys don't follow her, please follow her on everything because she's, she's one great. of the nicest people she's on the fucking such a planet. Nice person. I wish I could meet her because I want to give her the biggest hug on the planet. Yeah, like, I just want to accurate, hug her. accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think in January we're going to do like a best of or like. <gasps> I'm um, so excited! I'm so fucking excited about that. It's not even yeah, funny because January twelfth <laughs> is our. Podcast anniversary or whatever. So, um, yeah. I think we'll probably do some sort of like favorite, like our favorites from mm-hmm. the year, and we'll talk, we'll do like some sort of recap yep. episode. Yeah. Anywho, uh, we should talk about where people can find us. Do you want to tell people where they can find us? Oh, yeah. Let me do that. Let me, uh, let me pull up all of our where, where, where we're at. All right. So, where we, we are. are, where we at. All right. So, we, I have a website. And I have been trying to update it as quickly as I possibly can. So, you have no help in that regard. I have no help. I am and the that's worst. completely fine. Um, <laughs> you are not the worst. Um, I am the one who accidentally the shut our worst. website down. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I accidentally shut our website down. Whoops. Um, <laughs> I am the worst. So it is no. chicklitbookclubpodcast.com. That's it. Um, our Twitter <laughs> is at chicklitpodcast. Our TikTok is chicklitbookclub. And that is all. Veronica, that is not me at all. Um, our Pinterest is Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You know you want to see the pictures we've been drooling over. Our yep. email is chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you like. Um, or don't inst- like. Be constructive like. about it, please. That's fine. That's fine. If you don't like our voices, we don't actually need to hear that. Thank you. No, I mean, I can't change it. I can't I still change it. like a dude. It's fine. <laughs> There's a hundred floors of terror. Now it could be good ones. <laughs> Anyhow. 
Do you have any questions? <laughs> yes, several. <laughs> Where'd the S come from? Anyhow. Um, oh, David Pumpkins. <laughs> Fucking David Pumpkins. Anyhow. Um, David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> Hunter floors of terror that have to be defenders. Um, Instagram is Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Um, and our YouTube, which I have been updating. So yeah, you if have. you love YouTube, I mean, if you're listening to this wherever you're listening to it right now, you're probably just going to stick with that. But hey, if you're interested in YouTube, they can go there too. Mm-hmm. Um, still, not, there's no video, so enjoy our dulcet tones no we're not no we're not no. going to do that either so no just, yeah. no if you want to see pictures of us i guess insta because i'm insta putting, yeah. yeah um yes yeah, so that's that oh we have a facebook uh, oh sorry yeah, facebook I, it was on the second page right uh, yeah. facebook is just look for us on facebook we do have a group called throw your leg throw a leg over your book boyfriend <laughs> uh we have done nothing with it because guess what nothing with it i hate fucking facebook yeah. Um, our Patreon. We do have a Patreon. If you would like to support us, if you'd like to buy dog treats for our beautiful spokes dogs, mm-hmm. that's where Bucky we go Sebastian to. Bucky Sebastian Barnes and Lunestra. And Lunestra. Fucking love their names. Bucky S. Barnes. Bucky, Bucky S. Barnes. Bucky S. Barnes has been going to to doggy training, and everyone in the doggy training class has been calling him Bucky Barnes. Full name Bucky Barnes. There's this adorable kid who. His dog is named Pepper after Pepper Potts from Marvel. <gasps> if and you guys don't fucking dress them up for Halloween together, we know. We I know. am going to disown you. We know what my my dogs are going to be for Halloween. We know because I can't. I'm losing my mind over how awesome it's going to be. Ch- FYI, check the Insta at Halloween. When you want to know what Luna's going to be. Because Luna's going to be... It's going to be fucking amazing. I can't even... I can't even handle it. Um, but every time... every We had to use Bucky. <gasps> I just we, got the greatest idea. I'm going to tell you after we stop recording. <laughs> we used... The, the, uh, the trainer used Bucky as an example the other day. And this adorable child was like, Bucky bars! Bucky bars! Bucky bars! I was like, I fucking love you, child. I love you. He's a oh dickhead. Bucky Barnes is a dickhead not listening but that's fine I love you um yeah so how do we end this thing let's leave these people in an extraordinarily peace. obnoxious way I'm taking a big breath in do you want are me you to ready it? oh my god are you what did we say you're I think it was 20 seconds last time alright I'm ready? gonna die I'm just ready? absolutely going to die okay ready bye, bye. <laughs> Bitches. Holy <laughs> shit. Until the end there, 
There was a, so much consistency. Like, there was very little modulation in your voice. It's so fucking impressive. Kept that same key! It is so impressive. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you're impressed. It, I, hello, also singer. <laughs> it's super impressive. 